Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Uh, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer standby with Pete Davis, sidekick producer and sports rec on tour extraordinaire, and the mechanical mangler Flounder at the controls, baby. <laughs> look out. Here we go. Big election stuff going on. We'd love to get your phone calls on it, too. Some breaking news, some goofy news, and we're going around. And I'm not exactly the golden bachelor, but it's all over tonight. For the guy looking for love another time around. Uh, well, I got to find a badge of the bone things. Pete Davis got a quiz for us. Update a couple of weirdo stories in the news, like uh, a couple of chicks who got... Well, had some uh, weird uh, things happen to him, including Sharon Stone. What a bizarre... Uh, you know, as I, I'm reading... Uh, things are popping up on my phone that happened over somebody's podcast. Sharon Stone was on some guy's podcast and released a story that went, oh, my God, you know. I mean, it's amazing. That it's just... Of course, everybody, I guess, has a podcast. Speaking of which, uh, Pete Davis, when is next Holy Crap at Sports podcast? Uh, tomorrow sometime. All right, sir. Uh, and, of course, people do Holy Crap at Sports on our program today at uh, about 5.15 or so. Uh, Flounder, how you doing in there, sir? What's going on with you today? Oh, he's in the way back. Sorry. Oh, no, oh, there yeah, he is. I'm right here. I, I just, you can't see in there. Man. <laughs> Sorry. I got the lights on. <laughs> I see him fine. I see, well, all, all, you will come in here and look. All you see is a reflection of our lights he's, off the dark door. He's flipping you off playing his day. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> all is well on this side of the glass. Excellent. Well, fantastic. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, three. Almost 305. Let's call it 305. Uh, with the camera, Pete and Flounder. And we got a billion things here today. We got election stuff, and uh, we just heard about Joe Manchin. Also, um, uh, we, uh, Pete found a really cool story of a little town, which, in fact, we're going to do a, 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 an audible and lead with this uh, real quick little story here to show the power of the people. When they finally say, "Now wait a minute, that's just wrong." Well, politics or not, and it's just, and it's just kind of a cute. <laughs> we literally story. two minutes ago yeah. said what the lead story was, yeah. and you're already I'm, changed. I'm already it. changed the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, we'd love to get your. Now I did not watch all the debate. I watched. I watched. I, I don't know how many minutes total, but I, I switched back and forth a lot. I was working on today's show last night while I was doing, watching the debate. And switching back and forth with some things to catch up on. So I, I didn't see everything. But I saw a lot of And I caught, you know, there's some stories and, and snippets from the uh, Fox TV news this morning and stuff. So uh, and uh, it was a it's a, it's, it was the best debate of the of the three that's been on. I mean, no question about it, because there are only a few of them. And they got rid of some of the riffraff. And, uh, man, the fireworks came out. And I think it made a big difference. And I want, I'd love to get your opinion. Here's a phone number. I'd love to get your reaction to the Vivek and the Nikki Haley uh, spat, among other things, and also, well, well, in fact, we'll play a couple things here. Get it, but I'd love to get your reaction to what happened. I think it. I think. Uh, I think what. I think what happened with the Nikki Haley uh, daughter business was bad news for Vivek, and a lot of people are thinking it was bad news for Nikki Haley because she well, acted like a bitch. <clears throat> here's what he should have done. 
He should instead of coming out and saying her daughter was on TikTok because it's important. They were talking the about the issue TikTok. of Chinese TikTok, and he said, "Well, you know, you, you I don't know about your family. Uh, uh, Nikki Haley's own daughter was yeah. on TikTok, and she should." And she said, "You leave my daughter. We'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll play it's this up a bit." He should have looked at her and said, "You have young daughters. Do, do they use TikTok? Yeah. And if she lied, yeah. then it would come out later. Well, guess what? They yeah. do. Yeah. Well, and and actually, I think she's a grown adult. I think her daughter's like twenty five or something. Oh, well, she does. So, so again, I mean, and again, it's Sounded when, when that's the another thing. Well, your daughter it sounded like she got a, a fourteen year old. Yeah. Well, I think she's like twenty seven. I mean, who knows? But she's a grown up. So anyway, anyway, so we'll talk about that. But I'd love to get your opinion on uh, if you saw part of the debate or the news coverage of it since last night. Our number is four zero four seven four one twelve thirty. Seven four one one two three zero, and so we'll talk about uh, winners and losers. What do you think? Uh, would it make, did it make any difference? And I'm trying to decide whether it made any difference, honestly. Um, and I, it made a difference in how I feel about the candidates, but I don't know if it made any difference in how I feel who I'm going to vote for and whether it makes any difference on you know. I, so, but it does. I mean, it, it does certainly cement my opinions about some various things. Anyway, we'll, 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 uh, we got all that kind of stuff to talk about. Uh, whether the Republican Party is just another party of losers. In fact, in a minute, Flounder, we'll play that soundbite, and we may play it every hour of uh, Vivek's opening statement. One of the, in fact, Flounder at six o'clock this morning. I'm, I'm, I'm reading through the paper and doing stuff, and I go ding dong, and it's Flounder saying, "Boy, what do you hear?" this. It was a Vivek's opening comment, which was just spectacular. So that's coming up here in just a second. Also, uh, are we to understand that CNN, the Associated Press, and Reuters News Service had photographers embedded with the attackers in Hamas when they attacked and slaughtered the innocent Jewish civilians? And that the, uh, the photographers were embedded with the murderers? To make sure they got all the pictures of the murderers doing their murdering? Uh, that, uh, oh boy, uh, Israel is saying, uh, we want a few answers on this. If that's true, uh, there's some uh, splaining to do. Hmm. And that is not... I, mean, I remember back during Vietnam, uh, uh, Dan Rather got in trouble for... I forgot whether it was... Maybe it was a debate where he said... Uh, they were talking about whether uh, he knew that one of the reporters... Or may, I think someone said that he knew that there was an attack coming, or he had been told by somebody uh, on the on, uh, for the Viet Cong or Charlie, whatever, uh, that, that, uh, that there was likely an attack coming, and he didn't tell anybody, but he wanted to make sure he covered it. Now that may not be have been Dan Rather, but I remember the issue during Vietnam of someone, an American reporter, hearing about something bad and not telling the authorities because he didn't want to change the outcome of the history he was covering. See what I mean? I mean, anyway, so man, it's, a, it's a freaking issue. Uh, also, if you're in Panama and you're a protester blocking the road uh, and you see a guy get out of his car and he's like, he's like you know, 77 years old. <laughs> Nothing to lose. Yeah, get the hell out of the way. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sir, I didn't mean to block you in there. Uh, you're going to hear about that baby in a minute. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. About time. Although, I mean, you know, it kind of no, ended badly. <laughs> also, trannies in the news. Yeah, when you play with the boys in field hockey, ladies and girls, uh, only bad things are going to happen. Also, pronouns for the uh, Health and Human Services. All coming up. First of all, uh, 310 Flounder, let's play the open. Here's a V. Vake's comment, which I think just nailed everything when his opening comment in the debate last night. I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here, and I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We're a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 
2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there are cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. You think the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Walker here, you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Kristen, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you and the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? And she just Answer smirked. the question. Go. <laughs> Sorry. This is how we get our country back. We need accountability because this media rigged the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with a Hunter Biden laptop story. Mr. Ramaswamy, and they're going to rig this election. Your time is up. Let me turn to Governor. Governor, Governor making too much sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that's what's killing me about this guy. That's perfect. Perfect. What he said and the way he did it is, oh, my God, what a talent, what a mind, what uh, I mean, what a, what an ability. I mean, it was just spectacular what he did. And it sounded like, uh, obviously, he had thought about it, but it, I don't think he memorized it. I mean, he just came out with it. The you other know? thing he, is, is not one time did he ever mention Trump. Right, right. Well, of course, he's now, he's the Trump uh, surrogate, they're saying now. That's why he doesn't, because he wants to uh, pass along Trump's philosophies. But what kills me is, like that, I'm thinking, boy, this guy, you know, I mean, he so looks like kind of a wise guy, young kid, and so you, would, would you want to elect him president? But in my head, I'm thinking, man, that's the kind of guy we need if he were 55 and had been a senator for two terms or something we'd say oh my god he's perfect make him put a cabinet member and yeah. then work him up now the prop but then we get to the issue we're gonna we'll come back and talk about this here in a second then we get to the issue of him and nikki haley and the uh, tiktok thing and a couple other things as well and it uh, and I don't know. And all of a sudden, we'll see. It's just really, really, uh, uh, it, was a, it was a really interesting night, the parts I saw. But I didn't watch a lot of it. And, and by the way, uh, uh, Christy uh, came out with the Kimmer's philosophy on the abortion issue uh, in terms of the presidency. It's a state's issue. You know, and he didn't go far enough. He said, ladies, you can have all the abortions you want, but it's not, you know, the president can't change it. So, you know, go to the state or, or you know, go across the board, have your boyfriend drive you, whatever. If it's that important to you, take a trip. You know, what's a big deal? You still have the right. We're not going to have, we're not going to ban abortions forever in America. We can't do it. The president can't do it. Anyway, uh, and, and she, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that whole issue stuff. Uh, and everything. Uh, <laughs> and holy crap, in sports and uh, Pete's tweets and uh, Skynet, I think, probably. And uh, the Golden Bachelor. Oh, oh, uh, and some reaction to the video I just put on. Pete Davis sneakily without informing the Kimmer, was videotaping on his cell phone a video of the Kimmer trying to get ready for today's program. And so it's all over the Internet now. And so I'm getting mocked. Viral. How unusual. <laughs> 314 with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. <laughs> Look out. How's it going? 318 with a Kimmer, Pete, Flounder. And the Beatles, including the fifth Beatle, his name is Andy. We'll talk about it in a second. Oh, this is the real Beatles, the old Beatles. You know I love you. Da -dun, da -dun, da -dun. I'll always be true. 
Jesus. So, now stop. Sorry. What? What'd you do? Fart? I burp. Oh, you well, I'm sorry. Thank God you didn't fart. <laughs> Love me do the Beatles. Well, on this day in 2015, the Scottish session drummer named Andy White passed away at the age of 82 eight years ago, affectionately known as the Fifth Beatle. Well, I think 100,000 George from our old radio station. No, there's only one Fifth Beatle. That's Brian Epstein. Uh, well, there you go. No, there's three Billy, of them now. Billy Preston. And four. That's fun. That's four Fifth Beatles. Or Eric Clapton. That's five Fifth Beatles. George Martin. <laughs> uh, George Martin. Then uh, six Fifth Beatles. <laughs> you know, at least six. Uh, he was best Yoko. known. He was uh, uh, best. Uh, Andy White was best known for, well, okay, that, we got nine now. What do we got? Uh, he was best known for replacing Ringo Starr on drums on the Beatles' first single, Love Me Do, which yep. we were just listening to. Uh, Mr. White was featured on the American uh, uh, single release of the song. That's, oh, it says here, the American 7-inch, is that an inch sign there? What does that even mean? Is that the name of a, t a thing? He was featured on the American 7-inch single release of the song. Which also appeared on the band's debut British album, Please Please Me. What is a seven? Does that mean it's a forty-five? I don't know. Is that how they describe a forty-five? And uh, this, is, this is like an English guy writing this. I think. I don't know. Anyway, he played on PS One, uh, PS I Love You, uh, B Side of Love Me Do, and worked for Chuck Berry, Billy Fury, Herman's Hermits, and Tom Jones. Andy White. Did. And there was the drummer that had to fill in for a sick Ringo in Australia. So well, there's that's another eleven. Oh my gosh! Uh, golly, golly. Uh, let's see, uh, Vanessa Manillo is 43. I'll bet you know her more by her married name. M uh, Vanessa Manello was also Vanessa Lachey. Uh, Vanessa Manello was a former MTV VJ. Uh, and her birthday today, she's uh, 43, married to Nick Lachey. And it's also his birthday. He's 50. They were on season 25 of Dancing with the Stars together and were eliminated one week apart. Well, yeah, So he let her dance with some other guy for the contest? I'll be asking for it, diphead. I'll tell you about stories on that one. Uh, and, uh, oh, this is important here because of a certain somebody. Uh, on this day in uh, 1989, East Germany opens its borders, allowing citizens to freely cross into the West for the first time since the wall went up in 1961. Thousands of people chipping away at the heavily guarded borders at 11.17 p.m. People celebrated by dancing atop the wall and leader hosen chipping it with hammers, taking rocks, and even pretending to boyfriends back home that they actually had real German rocks from the East Berlin Wall that people like Pete Davis will rock and say, yeah, how much you want for this? Uh, I got it right here. It's real. I got One, a lot of them. She wasn't my girlfriend. She was a news person at WRES <laughs> and she promised to bring me back because she German, yeah. and Germans never lie. No, they, they do exactly lie. what they say they're going to do. <laughs> they're, oh, they do it. <laughs> they warned you. Be, be, be <laughs> careful, so, Your Honor. <laughs> and she brought it back with a piece of graffiti on yeah, it. Thank yeah. you. Well, in fact, I uh, can no longer find, but I have somewhere authentic. In fact, I, I paid for a couple, and I had some that were given as official things from a, like a visiting dignitary or something of actual chunks of the of the Berlin Wall, and I, I don't know where they are now. I, I, I packed them away somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. They might, they might be findable. I don't have any idea. Anyway, 321. A couple things, a couple minutes. 321. Joe Manchin, West Virginia, will not run for re-election. Uh, he's what you would describe as a moderate Democrat. He announced it just a little while ago, and he said, I will be doing traveling the country, speaking out to see if there's an interest 
in creating a movement to mobilize the middle and bring Americans together. Well, now, does that mean he's running for president? I think he's trying to put together something. He thinks this election is going to be a cluster bomb, and he thinks he can emerge from the wreckage in four years, be the viable candidate. Well, I think think that's what uh, the California Newsom guy uh, whose wife gave it up, uh, the sodomy queen for Harvey Rapestein, uh, married, I'd just like to marry her. Uh, anyway, and so I, I think that was what he was considering, and I think Manchin probably has a better chance, only because Newsom, for one thing, is the governor of the worst state in the country, and it, every decision oh, he's made has been ridiculous. There's an artist out there, I forget, it starts <laughs> with an S, who's going to around L.A., putting up posters that he's drawn and, and, and made, and it's, it's fantastic. It basically says... Uh, Gavin Newsom is the lizard king of California, and it shows his human mask over a lizard head. (laughs) They're turning against him out there. I mean, and for good reason. Look what's happened. The two of the major cities in the world, Los Angeles and San Francisco, are destroyed. I mean, destroyed. You can't. You if you were taken, if somebody paid you and said, "Oh boy, you've just won a vacation to San Francisco," you wouldn't go. You wouldn't want well, to take a tour of the of the beautiful uh, the uh, Taco. I forgot the name of the hill. The uh, the sideline hill. What are the hills? Taco on the, Hill. No, no, no. What, what are the side where the uh, the uh, the fog always comes down first around the hill? It starts with an M. I Muir. Think. No, that's Muir Woods. I can't. Whatever it is, Moreno. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't want to do it. It's a, you couldn't walk down the main streets of, of, of California. Of, of, it's California no. Street, California Avenue in uh, downtown San Francisco. Anyway, uh, so Manchin, he may be the, trying to uh, bring it all together. Also, and this little teeny story uh, that Pete found earlier, I think is kind of cool, and we're going to start uh, kind of lead off with it. And then we'll get to the yeah, twenty-three uh, minutes in. Well, let's <laughs> go start with it. Well, you know, you don't start in fifth gear. I just, you know, uh, there and, and uh, we'll have all the stuff. That, and like, again, love to get your calls. 404-741-1230, if you'd like. 741-123. We have a call. Oh, we do? Is that an actual phone call there? Scotty the window guy. Scotty the window guy. Hey, Scotty, what's going on? Welcome. What do you, what do you think? Hey, Superfly. Welcome home, my brother. Thank you, sir. Uh, thanks to all our veterans out there, uh, especially to William and Fayetteville and James, my neighbor, who I just met. Um, got a little thing on the debate last night. Did you get a chance to see Ramaswamy? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we played his opening statement a little while ago. One of the best I've ever heard of any politician or political candidate. Absolutely. I mean, well, why are Democrats doing the Republican debate? Yeah. Uh, great question. Yeah, for years. Yeah. I mean, do- not nail them and you know i you know they kept trying to shut the crowd up they're trying to silence us i mean what's your opinion on all this this is getting old i'm, I'm really getting sick of it well I, I i've just written all that i don't even pay attention to the to the liberal media i just i pay attention to the candidates and last night you know yeah Kristen welker is we know where she stands you know these people on nbc and so i was more concerned i i, I didn't watch a lot of the bait i watched i skipped around through it all, many many times but only for a couple of minutes at a time and what i saw uh, made me uh, cement my opinions about the particular candidates, but I've given up on the media. There, there is no fr- the freedom of the press in this country is is so warped and distorted that it's, it, it's allegedly free, but it's not it's not thoroughly free. It's not it's not truly free. Uh, and and until it is, you know, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. Kimmer, Kimmer, it's gone, and it's it's so far out there. I mean, I, right now, my wife and I, we just live day to day because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And with Biden in office and, and Kamala Harris could be the running mate, no, I have God, no, no idea way. what yeah. this guy. I mean, anywho, shout out All to right, the man. YouTube. 
right. thank you guys. Thanks, Scotty. All right, Scotty the Window Guy, and tomorrow the Marine Corps birthday, and then on Saturday is officially Veterans Day, uh, for the record, on 11-11. Uh, a little town in Michigan uh, called Green Charter Township uh, has gone to the polls in a recall election and fired everybody. <laughs> they fired their entire local government. Gone. Every stinking one of them. There's only like five or six, but still, they fired them all. They eliminated every stinking job and then changed the locks on the town hall. <laughs> These people are not fooling around. What happened with the entire government voted out, it's a recall election because the town had allowed a Chinese-affiliated company to plan to build an electric vehicle battery plant right near their town. This is in Michigan, little town of Michigan. There were five board members, all Republicans. The town's new leaders took a vote and changed the locks on the government building uh, in ousting the board. of uh, The community has uh, 3,200 people in it. They sent a message to Joe Biden, President Showers with daughter. Who has planned, uh, is touting his EV plants, his electric vehicle plants, and clean energy pr- uh, projects as his key to his economic growth plans. Of course, China does all the supply chain for batteries and green technology and stuff. So the more you, you rely on electric. Uh, again, <clears throat> I've always thought this was the payback uh, for paying him all that money. Uh, that you know the Biden family got millions from the communist Chinese, and and uh, Biden wants to make sure we everybody drives an electric car. Guess who makes the batteries? Chinese. I mean, that's, you know, you're welcome. It's, it's a quid pro quo. They gave him millions of dollars, and he says, hell, why don't you buy, uh, build all our batteries for us? <coughs> Excuse me. Including right near this little teeny town in Michigan. The town said, no, wait a minute, this, this, this is wrong. We're sending a message to your president. China's a leader in global supply chain for advanced batteries. Uh, the the name of the company is called Goshen. G-O-T-I-O-N. Goshen. Uh, their plan, and another in Illinois, has drawn scrutiny from congressional Republicans saying we need some kind of a security review because they're a company based in Hi-Fi, chi- Hi-Fi, Hi-Fi, Hu-Fi, somebody Hi-Fi, Fi-Fi, 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 China. Hi-Fi. Uh, and, by, and here's what's killing me. Uh, their uh, name is the company's Goshen. They were la- their articles of association have been upgraded, and the articles of this company, which is coming or trying to come to this little town in Michigan, says the company shall maintain a Chinese Communist Party unit tasked with implementation of the party's guidelines, principles, and policies in the company. So when the company goes and builds their plant, they have to have a Chinese Communist Party unit in the company. That's called a Chinese police force. Oh my God. A police force. Exactly. You don't think you do toe the line and something bad will happen to you? The company tried, well, well we don't have we, we deny allegiance to the Communist Chinese Party. Huh. Uh, but, but but that's what huh. they caught them. Uh, in recent years, to enhance the communist Chinese influence in Chinese firms, maintaining a party unit is required under law, Chinese law. And Goshen says, well, we're a multinational company and don't believe in political posturing, and we are still committed to bringing thousands of jobs to the state of Michigan. Uh, local says, one guy says, my family members fought communism, and you're bringing it right to our doorstep. We plan to make it as, as difficult as possible to continue their process. They don't even have a site plan. They don't have permits yet, so we are not their friend. 
Uh, and, and they're calling for an investigation and all. And shareholders are saying, now, wait a minute, you know, you China, we're, we're not welcome here. Uh, they want to produce thousands and thousands of those batteries. Anyway, uh, coming up at 3. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business. And it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hey, can repeat and flounder. Look out, we got so much more. Flounder's funny coming up here in a minute. How's it going? Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder, 334 on 106.3. Good to have you born. It's Thursday. <laughs> now, it says here, in 1997, Paul Weller was arrested and spent the night in a French jail after smashing up his hotel room. His record company had to pay about $7,000 to cover the damage, and they let him out of jail the next day. Paul Weller, 1997. Is, is, this, uh, is, this, is this a band called Paul Weller? This is the jam. The, the jam. jam. And uh, he was in the jam. Aha. Uh-huh. They have a couple good songs. Yeah. I've, I've heard of the jam, but I don't really know anything about them. Uh, but uh, anyway, this is the uh, Paul Weller. Uh, Spaceballs. It's jam. Oh. But it was jelly. And then came and, jam. And, jelly roll and then jam. the French version is marmalade, I believe. I can't even believe that. I can't believe it. My marmalade's over there. Uh, let's see. On this day in 19... 19- Lady marmalade. <laughs> Lady marmalade. <laughs> Lady, Lady marmalade. 1967, Jan Wenner published the first edition of Rolling Stone magazine. John Lennon with gla- funny glasses and that funny... Pith helmet of some kind was on the cover. It was a movie. He was shooting How I Won the War. Oh, that's it was a right. Movie. That's what it was. And it was that movie shot of him, like in a World War One helmet with a Something or, like or that. His, uh, whatever the year was. It could have been some I don't know African campaign for all I know. Uh, anyway, uh, Rolling Stone mag- and inside the magazine on the first issue, 1967, with his picture on the John Lennon picture on the cover, included a free roach clip. Yeah. Inside Rolling Stone magazine. <laughs> no stems, no seeds that you don't need. Acapulco Gold is... Anyway. Okie dokie. Uh, 336. <laughs> uh, we have an actual call. I mentioned yes. the Chinese batteries. This little town in Michigan saying, we don't want you here. We just, we can't trust you. And why, and why should we... And by the way, we'll talk in a few minutes about the debate last night. Wasn't it funny that if you saw it, all of them were so strong on China and on the border. China. They all said, well, we'll cut everything with China. We'll get rid of China. We won't take another nickel from China. We're not going to give them anything. We're going to cut off all the air. And they're, every one of them, oh, we're going to knock them. So they'll bet that, uh, and the same thing with the border. 
Porter. Well, we talked about the Chinese battery influence. Here is uh, uh, Bruce uh, with the Kimber Pete and Flounder. Welcome aboard, Bruce. How's it going? What do you think? Well, I'm doing I'm doing great, above average for thanking you. Uh, thank hey, you, sir. I just want to just and thank you for your service. I'm retired Navy, and I'm, my first job was hauling Marines around LST, and you guys were uh, uh, great dancers. Uh, Semper Fi, and thanks great for the dancers. ride there, ship ahoy, sailor. <laughs> dancers, you got to dance with somebody. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we put yeah. out, by the way. We're, Marines definitely put out. I know that. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. My no, wife no, will be upset. that's all right. It's okay. Anyway. To get back to the subject at hand, I agree with you with China and the batteries, the whole thing, but there's a South Korean company called SK Battery. Uh-huh. They built and are operating a huge lithium battery plant just before you get to Commerce, Georgia. If you go up 85 just before you get to the exit, just past the outlet malls on the right-hand side, is this huge, long, gray building with a red trim. That's uh-huh. one-third of it, two-thirds of it behind that. And their only thing they manufacture are lithium batteries for EV. Good. They're, a build, they're building a second plant, just to continue this, my yeah. 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Um, I think it's their Bowling Green, Kentucky. But this same, is South Korea, so these were our friends. I mean, and they're, they're spending, they're in America, so they're building in America, hiring Americans to build them, I'm assuming. So this has got to be good for the economy, yeah. right? I mean, it's good news for us. Yeah. And away from the, China. The value, so China, we don't get Chinese batteries. Well, nope. Um, the value of that project when i retired and left there as a fire guy uh was a little over 1.6 billion dollars huh be with a billion i know that's more numbers than you can think of yeah it is (laughs) very funny (laughs) i'm gonna let you go i got work to do and things to do and talk about our starts now i appreciate it Uh, thank you so much separify again and thanks for your service bruce uh, a navy man we're doubling our industrial capacity in this country in the next 20 years we're trying to double it for one of those things. And and the Chinese, all this stuff about the long supply chains that yeah. go across Asia, yeah. that's going away. Right. So well, that's why they're building this stuff here now. Well, I mean, this, Trump wanted to do that from the beginning. Yeah. One of his platforms, from, you know, seven years ago was to say, no, wait a minute. We want to, in fact, one of the, whatever happened to the idea of stopping uh, uh, the manufacturing of every possible uh, sanitation uh, mask and uh, all the pills and medicines and medical mm-hmm. supplies all made in China. That's going to start ending. You're going to see right. more stuff made in Mexico and less from China. Remember, uh, well, Mexico is better than China, but still, how about America? How about, how Mexico. About, how about America? Again, it Trump will. was saying all that it's stuff. It's coming back. Said we, we, can't, we can't let them be the source of all our medical supplies. Mm-hmm. I mean, duh. Anyway, uh, so, I mean. I did everything right, and they <laughs> indicted me. <laughs> It's all, you know, it's funny because it's like he was deliberately trying to make fun of himself almost. And they, they, which is just, it's like me, baby, talking to the horses every weekend, I guess. I don't know. Of course, I'm, you know, the same as Donald Trump. So I guess I can put myself in there. Sorry. I was surprised you didn't call me on it immediately. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, several dis- different views of several different sources here in front of me of people reacting to the debates last night. And again, I did not see... All of it by a long shot. I tuned in several different times for a few minutes, and that was all I could stand. Uh, and again, uh, well, here, here's a couple <laughs> things. A group called LJL Partners did a survey of uh, hundreds and hundreds of people. They believe that Ron DeSantis came out on top. Uh, Vivek came out second. Nikki Haley, second or third. Uh, and then they put uh, Tim Scott and uh, then Chris Christie last, getting the lowest score. Uh, Tim Scott seemed a little preachy to me. Uh, it sounded almost like he's was trying to 
trying to come up with a slogan that would yeah. stick the next morning kind of deal. I mean, I like the man. I, I, I trust him. I like him. Um, I would, if he were running for office here against somebody, I, I'd probably vote. I mean, you cabinet know, secretary. Yeah, yeah, I think he. I think he's a good guy. I think he's a good American. I think he's got a great story, and he showed his hot blonde wife, blonde wife last no, night too. Girlfriend. A girlfriend. I mean, uh, his chicky girlfriend, hot, hot leggy, tall blonde. Um, and which is great because they were talking about lifelong bachelor and, uh, and like somebody was making I, a big deal about it. What's I a, hate that term. Yeah, I am so glad that in my youth I had a, the uh, starter yeah, wife yeah. and you've had two. I've had a couple of young. So they don't put the, well, the one phrase that, the one that loved lifelong bachelor yeah, no, on it. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's automatically, well, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, was, well, my, my older brother, the, my Gene, the golf pro, was a life. He was a golf pro so and a gambler, so he couldn't be tied down by what. In fact, <laughs> And by the way, he was a swordsman. I, I, I mean, from oh, the way yeah. go. Oh yeah. I mean, people would tell me, and they would say, oh, "So you and your brother want to, you know, the chicks would do kind of a deal." Anyway, uh, but he, uh, he had this. This I was added to for, for girls was as one girl used to live with it in our in our, our uh, condo or townhouse that I bought up there with him when retired. And when I was down in Florida, she'd live up there with him. And she said, "Well, you know, I just I, I don't really can't stand you uh, thought of you being with other women." And he, and uh, she said, "So you're going to have to make a decision, uh, me or them." And he said, "Well." See ya. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. He said, he said I'm not, you, you, nobody's signed me down. And he would not, and I don't know why it was, but he would not, well, I do know why it was. He was not treated well he had, he had, as, as a young boy, and he was, he was real small for his age, and he had a bad complexion, and the girls picked on him his whole life in grade school. And by the time he became an adult and then grow a full size and a great athlete and went to Williams College as an economics major, I mean, the guy had everything going for him, you know. Uh, but at that point, he was saying, screw you. I'm, you, know, I, you, you did this to me all your life, and I think he just— So uh, you're adopted. So I clearly have no <laughs> nothing in common with anybody. Uh, all right, back to the actual thing. Uh, they say uh, in this particular analysis, uh, Ron DeSantis clearly came out number one. Uh, Ramos Vivek uh, again. Now, how did you react to when he said we don't? I don't. Know if we have the exact soundbite, but he basically said he was talking about TikTok. Uh, and then he said uh, he was uh, I, I referred to Nikki Haley. I have it. Uh, we do have that uh, on the Nikki Haley thing. Oh, actually, here's uh, Vivek on, uh, on the Nikki Haley. I want to laugh at why Nikki Haley didn't answer your question, which is about looking at families in the eye. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. Adult daughter. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the supporters crapping her up that's fine here's the truth the easy answer is yeah wow should have been a will smith moment walk up take you my daughter's name out of your mouth and then she called him scum she said you're just scum wow now that's harsh hard but what he's i i think he made a terrible mistake i again i i i i admire vivek i admire i think he's got a great mind i think he's got a great attitude uh, when he came out with that list of the top ten things I believe and belief in God was number one and family. I mean, you know, it just he seems, he seems like an old-fashioned conservative, and yet he looks like a, a 17-year-old uh, wise guy, kid, punk, you know, troublemaker. <laughs> the, the, you know, and I just I can't I can't get over that. But again, he he does all the right things, but this I think hurt him. I I I, just, I think that was really nasty. You don't bring up children, other than, you know. Anytime anybody was afraid to mention Chelsea Clinton back when. She she was so hideous looking. And again, with is. no offense, uh, remember Jimmy Carter had a daughter who Amy. was uh, Amy was not uh, was was shy, uh, and- yeah, and uh, and not real public, and uh, the kind of this you know left you didn't you didn't talk about. 
you know, children. Civilians. They're civilians. And now, now Nikki Haley's daughter is a grown woman, but I think she's still youngish. I mean, I don't think she's 50. I think she's like 20-something years old. She's not 14. And it kind of sounded, uh, the way he did it, sounded like, well, for example, all the kids being uh, messed up by TikTok, your own daughter, you know, as, as, uh, and that kind of, the implication was that, she, that she's not controlling her own teenage daughter. Well, her daughter's not a teenager, and she can't control it because she's a grown-up. So that was kind of duplicitous. You know what I mean? Uh, and it was uh, but the other thing about it was that it was just nasty. It just seemed uh, below. Yeah, you, you don't you don't do the children. Well, It'd be like making fun of somebody's ex ex husband or ex wife or something. I, I sometimes when you're that intelligent, you don't have all the social graces. Graces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 that could very well be it. And again, he's so quick. He's so quick and smart and immediate and spontaneous and and clever. I mean, and we don't get that. Usually, they don't go into politics. Yeah, yeah. They just make money. That's right. And and, and because of his brain, he's a, a billion. I guess a, a multi hundred millionaire guy for what sure. What does he do? Uh, he's he builds. He makes company. He builds things. Uh, mine things. He he does tells people. He does what to stuff. Do. Okay, he does stuff. Yeah, he's got that whole. He's <laughs> Doctor Strange. He's got is that, that what whole you're saying? stuff thing going there. <laughs> Hit no give me money, and I'll give, make sure you have a happier life. That's what he does. It's called the happy life syndrome. Uh, 346 with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. We're getting right to the bottom of the whole thing here, Hit folks, no right toe. now. Yeah. Don't go away now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look out, here we go. road again. Yeah, look out, it's Willie Nelson. He's driving. Just can't wait to get on the road again. <laughs> Willie Nelson going. The life I love is making music with uh, my friends. Mercy. And I can't wait to get on the road again. One of my favorite songs, actually, was Will, was it Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings' Mama, Don't Let Your Children Grow Up to Be a Boys, Grow Up to Be Cowboys, was it? Well, was Luke and Bob, Texas was both of them, because Willie joins him at the end of the song, yeah. Luke and Bob. But maybe it was just, no, maybe it was just Waylon Jennings. I think it's just Waylon. I mean, I don't know Anyway, but I keep, th- I, when I think of Willie Nelson, I think of Waylon Jennings, too. Luke and Bob. And I think with that time when I worked for that country station in Phoenix, when I came back out of the Marines, went to Arizona State, and uh, uh, Paul Adams, I think his name was, God, this is 1969. Uh, was our station manager, and uh, he had Waylon Jennings come in and a couple of guys, uh, and he said, he said, if he if he would, if he was tough enough to beat up Waylon Jennings, he would have made a would have made, made a great manager. He was a, he, Waylon Jennings was a tough character. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's I, I was singing them together. So Willie Nelson on this day in 1990 uh, was wangoed by the Internal Revenue Service. It seized all of the U.S. country singers' uh, bank accounts. Uh, Willie Nelson's all his money and real estate holdings because he owed $16 million in taxes. How do you get... Uh, honey, did you ever get that... Uh, it's uh, the 14th of April. Did we ever put that, did that $16 million check? Where's that bag of receipts? <laughs> yeah, wait, if we got... <laughs> isn't there some kind of a deduction for children or something? I don't know. That had to be over like 30 years. <laughs> My God. I mean, can you imagine $16 million? How much money do you have to make to owe $16 million? <laughs> My God. Hey, good for him, hey. Um, and... Uh, uh, let's see if I got any. I mean, all my almost all my history stuff is uh, sports stuff, and I don't want to do that until we have after Holy. I'll go ahead and do it. That way, I can just cross it off. And no, no, I, I don't want. I would never want to take your thing. How about this? I, I, I have a birthday in Oh, I mentioned Nick Lachey, married to Vanessa, his wife, who's forty-three today. She's a former MTV VJ, married to Nick Lachey. He is also the same birthday today. He is fifty, and uh, the former Mister Jessica Simpson. 
He was in the boy band 98 Degrees uh, because of you. Nick Lachey, 50 years old. So there you go. Uh, he and his wife both celebrating birthdays. Uh, my father and my older brother both uh, were born on the same day. Oh, uh, my nephew and aunt and grandfather were all born on the same day. Remember we did that story a couple months ago about that. Was it a Chinese family? Had something like six, five or six kids all born on the same day. Mm. And it wasn't induced. It was just that's what <laughs> And you happened. know what day was? December 16th, the day of our party. I'll be damned. Well, and we have, now our party's on a Saturday night, yeah. which is, I, I don't think we've ever had a, have you ever had a, a company party on a Saturday no, night? No, it's always been a Thursday, week. Thursday yeah. night. And that's why, the, so people don't get to, you know, they're hopefully to hold cheap. down the damage. And I guess it is cheap to rent out a hotel or, a, you know, a restaurant for the. But not uh, here, but baby. Guys, oh, this is big time Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the pros now. Now, I didn't know anything about this, of course, because I don't know how to work our company email. Yeah, so. okay. The, the, the big boss. I'm sorry. The head guy. Yeah, the, the yeah. head he honcho. Own, he owns the big cheese. Yeah. Isaac yeah. Yeah. It doesn't get no higher. Yeah, yeah, he owns Has joint. been trying yeah. to reach you for yeah. two days. Well, no, I have no idea. I just, I, I told him, I said, don't, don't, no, don't, just come, yeah, come and get, I'm right here. Don't, you know. <laughs> I'm here till six. I'm, you know. This uh, man does not always, read emails. I always wait a few minutes. I don't leave immediately. I'm always Around, I've, you don't have to <laughs> leave immediately. Well, <laughs> as soon as you ring that bell, <laughs> uh, you're racing me. No, I, know, no. <laughs> I remember when we used to do the podcast at my place, and he would start to get antsy. He'd start putting the stuff up, yeah, just kind of yeah. waiting. Like, P, P, P would be doing his stuff, and he'd just be like, "All right, eh, I'm, I'm not done. It's, it's I'm not time done. to go." Is that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he would be packing his stuff up. I'm in the I, middle of my segment. <laughs> well, I just, I've always, I have to be always getting ready to whatever, you know. I, I can't just not do anything. I don't know. I'm not good. I'm not. You're I'm good not, at leaving. I'm a mess. <laughs> uh, 355. Oh, by the way, some good news for the Donald Trump. And this is going to be the case no matter what. Donald Trump, uh, they took him before, the, in Minnesota, the voters in Minnesota, the, uh, the elected officials in Minnesota are trying to keep Donald Trump's name off. Off the presidential ballot next year, and so they uh, they went to the all the way to the Minnesota Supreme Court and threw out the lawsuit seeking to stop Donald Trump with a primary ballot challenge under some constitutional provision that forbids those who engage in insurrection from holding office. Well, the state court said, no, no, we're not going to be the first court in history to uh, use Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to prevent somebody from running for the presidency. Uh, but it said in the ruling it applied only to the state's primary and left open the possibility that they could try again to knock him off the general election ballot in November. Better not. So here we go. Better not. And by the way, honestly, there'll be a tr- there'll be trouble. There should be trouble, and there better be trouble. I mean, this is nonsense. How to? Ha- and they, and again, I, I love it every time I think of this thing. It's true. These people actually say this. They want to save our democracy, which is not a democracy. They want to save our democracy by preventing you from voting for the candidate of your choice. Yeah. Yeah, they're just insane. To save the democracy. Evil. By preventing you from voting. <laughs> I mean, my to, God. And to shut you up. You can't have free speech. You right. can't speak your mind. And they just we, we just went through this again. I mean, I, I mean, it's just unbelievable. 
And in Minnesota, they tried it and uh, so far have, uh, has failed. I, I, serious, I have serious doubts that the Republican can be saved at this point because they're so. They just they interviewed some of these idiot students at these Palestinian protests. Yeah. None of them knew anything about Hamas. They knew nothing about the attack. They yeah. knew nothing. They said, hey, it's a big party in the street. Let's go raise hell and throw bricks at the cops and, and maybe break some stuff. They think it's a big party. In fact, anti Israeli protests in New York City as Gaza war rages. And again, they're, they're protesting. Because they uh, want to protest, they're protesting. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Again, they don't. I don't. I don't think it makes any difference at this point whether they know anything about Hamas. They're protesting against Israel. They're protest. And again, these are Democrats. Yep. These are not Republican MAGA supporters. Nope. They are all Democrats. So why would you vote for these people? Well, look, look, who's standing behind her? This pro-Palestinian girl, who's standing right behind her? They've got a self-loathing rabbi. Yeah. And, and the full beard rabbi with a curly Wearing Palestinian stuff. Yeah, wearing the Palestinian flag mask thing. That's insanity. I don't get it. Uh, again, you know, uh, uh, you hear one cliche after another. It would be like uh, on uh, on December 7th, you know, the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor, and then the next day, okay, time for a ceasefire. Let's talk over what we can do here. And, uh, you know, you guys deserved it, but well, let's, let's, go, let's call for peace for now. And then have people protest what we did uh, against the Japanese to fight back. Mm. I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable. Well, most of these people that are anti-Israel, only that way because they equate Israel with us. Yeah. And they've been taught since grade school to hate us, their culture their tradition, their history, and since Israel is basically the only republic over there, the only democracy, whatever they want to call it, they equate that with us, and they hate us, so they're going to hate them too. Uh, and it's growing. It's, it's growing and growing and growing. And you still can't get the White House to condemn it. It, it, again, Peter Ducey tried uh, just a, a short while ago, I believe, yeah. in fact, confronted a president stupid face. And Peter Ducey been trying to get him to say, well, now, wait a minute. If you say that the MAGA protesters are extremists, why don't you call these protesters extremists? They're doing damage. They're, they're preventing people from going where they want to go and damage and violence and everything. Why don't you call them extremists? Speaking of violent, they interviewed a Palestinian. They interviewed a, basically a normal American. Some white guy standing there, you know, if you want to call him normal American white. And basically he's saying to the Palestinian guy who's not from here, basically saying, when you come to, to the West, you should act like a Westerner. Don't bring that old world crap over here with your violence. And the Palestinian has the balls to look at him and say, you, America doesn't belong to you. You should go back to Europe with your parents. <laughs> say that to me. <laughs> America doesn't. My people have been here since the 1600s. <laughs> say that I'm not American. <laughs> Pete, don't look at me that way, man. And the guy, I didn't say the, it. The guy was just looking. Like, I said, "Why aren't you punching him?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give War a chance. I'm going to bring. I'm going to. I got it a hat. Give I have the shirts. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start wearing that hat to work. Yeah, how did it work last time? <laughs> the Iraq War. Yeah, there you go. Four o'clock with a Caribbean flounder. <laughs> look out. <laughs> uh oh, did you dump that? <laughs> I think I just said something bad. <laughs> 403, sorry. Uh, look out, it's only me, it's only the camera. All right, what do we got here? Let's see. Oh, it's Tom Petty or something, Ricky. That's Tom Petty.
Garlic gruel? Garlic gruel? What are those words? Can uh, you re- hear those words? Nope. Okay, okay. so it's not me. that is, is, I'm, I'm not the only guy on in the song. world on, that, uh, on, on many songs. That I, did, I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> but again, I grew up in rock and roll, and it didn't matter. It was just it was the music. Bebop, Alula, yeah, She's My Baby. Shubop, Shubop. I mean, you're killing me. The whole deal. Anyway, this is Tom Petty, and on this day in 1976... Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers released their debut album on Shelter Records. It received little attention in America after a British tour went up to number 24 in the British chart. And the single Anything That's Rock and Roll became a hit in Britain. A year later, positive reviews. The album reached U.S. charts, peaked at number 55, and eventually went gold in 1978. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I was I, His song, Don't Back Down, is a great song to me. I won't back down. I thought it was a great song. Uh, and um, here's, again, I do my own history and birthday list, and Flounder does one and, and sends me his and gives me his in the morning when I come in. Uh, and this one says, in 1973, it's from Flounder's Guy, in 1973, Billy Joel's album Piano Man was released, thus preordaining more than 20 years in advance that every karaoke night would include one five-minute, 36-second period that was boring, tedious, and atonal. <laughs> I guess he doesn't like Piano Man. It's a great song. It got overplayed. But it overplayed. But it's, it is a great I can't, song. I can't listen to no, it. You, it comes on and going, oh, God. <laughs> I tell you, it's a, a great song same from with his. Uptown Girls, the same way almost. Got, scenes from an Italian restaurant. His piano playing on that you is know, amazing. I, remember, I, I heard that just the other day, in fact. It's not, real long. It's yeah. a great song. Yeah. Anyway, it was Billy Joel, 1973. 50 years ago today. Today, 50 years ago today, Piano Man, holy cow. An uptown girl was Christy Brinkley. I wrote that about her. Because uh, he's, a, a, he's a, a, a townie, a city boy, and she was definitely uptown city girl. Uh, 405, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. How's it going? Uh, 406, let's He was from it. Oyster Bay or someplace. Uh, yeah, well, but he's, I mean, he was, you know, he wore the pointy on. shoes and the white socks and the, you know, the peg pants and the, you know, the Puerto Rican fence climbers and whatever they call What? I don't know. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> Take that back. <laughs> Before Hector calls, you he'll take away your card, man. He's not getting my card. I suppose he hasn't fixed me up with a little Puerto Rican hottie. He tried to fix you up with his mother. Well, that would be a little tricky. (laughs) You know, he comes home at night. I'm on the couch with my tongue in her mouth. Come on, you're killing me. (laughs) You asked for it. He's taking away our Puerto Rican. I knew that would shut you up. (laughs) We're official Puerto Ricans for. God's sake, man. He's not getting my card. And I'm still looking for my new girlfriend <laughs> with, with a granddaddy complex. Okay, fine. <laughs> 407. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, and speaking of uh, our southern neighbors in Panama. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, I have to catch my breath. What's the matter? <laughs> Panama. Yeah, there's a song for that. Anyway, uh, no, that's all right. He's, he's working back. He's got stuff to do. Uh, uh, in Panama, there's been there's been kind of a thing going on because of thousands of Panamanians protesting in the last several weeks over a new mining contract signed with a Canadian firm. Here we go. Uh, Panama. With a Canadian firm, a mineral uh, company, and it's spilling into wider discontent with how the government is run in Panama. So there have been roadblocks set up by protesters 
Businesses have lost $80 million a day. Schools are closed entirely through uh, Panama. Uh, 150,000 medical appointments canceled. Uh, the, the, the Panama is basically shut down. Protesters everywhere. Uh, and it was uh, a protest that led into a problem with a, an American citizen named Kenneth Darlington, 77 years old. <laughs> <clears throat> Yes, a 77-year-old senior citizen who likes guns and has had some trouble with guns in the past. I'm kind of relating more and more to this story as we go along here. Uh, anyway, this guy's driving along, and a whole bunch of teachers show up blocking the roadway in uh, the town road to La Espina uh, yesterday afternoon. And so uh, this guy, Kenneth Darlington, is in a car with some other people, and he says, well, this ends now. <laughs> He got out of his car and went over to the protesters and got into an argument with them uh, and with a whole bunch of mostly women and right in front of photographers and TV crews filming everything. Uh, He starts getting an argument with uh, mostly women. Uh, He storms from his car and starts arguing with a group, mostly teachers, and then he takes a gun out of his pocket and starts clearing away the barricade on the motorway while still arguing with the protesters. The protesting teachers tell him that there are, there are no... He says, where are your leaders? Where are your leaders? He said, we don't really have any leaders. He said, well, I don't want to talk to any women. I want to talk to men. <laughs> well, it was, again, 77-year-old American citizen waving a gun. He said, I want to talk to men. There were a couple of men at the scene, and three of them showed up, approached him, and tried to calm him down. You can see the footage of the incident leading up to the bad part. The three guys, two men in a black T-shirt, one in a red thing, confront the guy. And one of the demonstrators says, oh, well, why don't you shoot? What, are you going to kill somebody? Uh, And he says, well, you want to be the first? And then he shoots him. (laughs) Be careful. He shoots and kills two guys right there, DRT. Well, he's a gentleman. He don't want to shoot the women. He, I know, the man was fulfilling a request. Uh, and then he, he so then he shot the two guys, and then he cleared away the rest of the roadblock. Uh, still put this gun in his hand and got back in the car. And says, "Okay, let's go." And his girlfriend says, "No, no, no! You can't. We can, what do you mean, let's go? We can't, <laughs> let's roll." <laughs> and one of the guys, I swear, I'm not making this up. He gets back in the car. And says, "Okay, let's go." And one of the other guys says, "Are you aware of what just happened? <laughs> do you know what?" He said, "Yeah, I killed one guy and shot the other guy." And he says, "Okay, let's go, honey." To his girlfriend, she says, "No, we're not leaving anywhere." <laughs> and sure enough, they arrest. They he's now in jail. Uh, however, guess what? In Panama, because he's 77 years old, uh, the, even the local authorities are saying, well, he's probably going to just be on house arrest. Or oh, they'll de- de- deport him. Yeah. Go back to uh, come to America. He, yeah, I guess he was born in Panama, but he has a dual oh, citizen. He's an American okay. citizen. Okay. Or he lives there, but he's an American. Either way, he's an American citizan as well as Panama. And they say, well, because of his age, you'll probably just make him stay at, house, stay at the house. <laughs> for, for shooting to it, you know, and you've, we've seen more Teachers. and more of these protesters that happened, you know, during the, uh, you know, remember the Canadian shutdown with the truckers and all that stuff, and and you do that here, you know, if you long enough in America, and you're going to get guys like me, I guarantee you that we would well, have a problem dragging away protesters and un- unblocking the block, the roadblock. You block a road, and somebody <laughs> that you know that has a loved one die in an ambulance or something yeah. like that. There's going to be some ugly stuff going yeah, down. Yeah, I mean, or, or, and not even more personal. What you had to get to work, you, you afraid of losing your job, or or, or, or somewhere you had to maybe your girlfriend's waiting for you to, to, to uh, propose. I mean, whatever. It's pure narcissism. 
narcissism. Yeah, well, what right do you have? To, I mean, yeah. you, you do your process on the side on the sidewalk with a sign. You don't block people from doing their daily business it, unless you want unless you're asking for it's it. It's a federal law. You cannot block interstates. Yet they do it all the time. Yeah. And and by the way, there's also a, there are, are state laws, and every state has one. And it's not called kidnapping, but it's uh, failure failure to allow the person to proceed forward or something. There, you know, there's something that you can't stop somebody. If you're walking down the sidewalk and some guy says, "Hey, wait, I, I you know I demand you answer my questions here in this protest," and you say, "No, let me go by you. I won't," and he says, "No, no, I I." I He's blocking you. He's not kidnapping you, but he's he's stopping you. And and it's it's I forgot what the official phrase is. Somebody will know, and he'll get a hold of us here. But it's a, there's actual uh, an ordinance. Uh, there are, mostly there are state laws, and almost every community has an ordinance that you can't stop somebody. Uh, the same thing, you can't take their phone and throw away their phone. You've uh, it's robbery. And you're preventing them from uh, calling and informing people. You're also preventing them from, you know, uh, their uh, rights and duties as an American citizen. I mean, there are very specific things like this. And so, you know, if you're if you're going to protest and you're going to break the law, uh, chances are you're also asking for it. Anyway, just for the record. All right, 412, 412. With All right, real quick, we've got Baker on the line. He wants to talk about the roadblocks. Baker, welcome aboard, my friend. Now, happy Thursday. You're on the radio. What's up? Baker Street. Hey, Good listen, you guys. You remember the Burning Man uh, ceremony where they yeah. walked in the street? Yeah, in the Indian uh, Territory. That's right. That's right. They don't have a constitution. They work off of tribal law, so that's why they got all splattered up. Yeah, they yeah <laughs> they unloaded on those guys. I think they had tomahawks there for if I remember correctly. They had everything, man. It was beautiful. It was back the old fashioned way, you know, the way we want it in America, the way it used used to be. <laughs> yeah, let's just need it all back to the Indians, and then we can get back to work. There you go. Right, Separate five, my friend. God bless America. That's just perfectly. All right, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Baker. Uh, well, I think we, I, I might have come a little too earlier. Anyway, uh, uh, by the way, coming up, uh, all you trannies, uh, three things we'll get to here in a second. Uh, the uh, trannies are in the news with a field hockey case that left the girls screaming. And also, the new pronoun mandate may force you to uh, break the law in order to get fired by breaking their new law. And the Vatican says trannies baptized. Well, I don't see a problem there. It's all coming up. Kimber Payton Flounder, 413. these guys the other day, remember? Kind of cool. Here we go. Bachman Overdrive. Nope. Bachman Turner Overdrive. Sorry. I, I think I left out the Bachman last You time. always do. <laughs> Leave us up. I'll play a little music. Sorry, Blonder. Here we go. You have done that? Here we go. She took my heart away. <laughs> he ain't seen nothing yet, though. Here we go. Stand by. Here we go. Yeah, sing me, sing me. And that's the big part right there. Bachman Turner Overdrive. Went to number one on the singles chart with You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. Randy Bachman stuttered through the lyrics of that demo recording as a private joke 
about his brother Gary, who had a speech impediment. The record company liked that take better than the non-stammering version and released it. And, I, and again, we uh, mentioned that for some reason a couple of the weeks ago. Imagine being his brother his whole life having to hear him make fun of him on uh, that. That's what, Number yeah. one song. Well, and, yeah, and he so, made money off of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I hope he shared a little something yeah. with his stuttering brother, you know. Uh, like Stuttering John from the uh, uh, Howard Stern show. Is that the guy? Don't mention that loser's no, name. No, he's an idiot. Yeah, but, I mean, but, but, but what a shame that was. It used to, well, anyway, whatever. No sense mentioning anything about that idiot. Uh, birthdays include uh, Andy, or I'm sorry, Alan Grasner. Well, I didn't get either one right. <laughs> shut up. Try stuttering. Shut it. up. Alan Gratzer. Alan Gratzer. That's all, folks. Ario Speedwagon guy, Alan Gratzer, is 75 today. Take It on the Run, one of my favorite songs. Keep on loving you in your letter. Can't fight this feeling. <laughs> they are the worst of corporate rock. Oh, my rock. God. Take they It are on the, the Run. the worst example of corporate keep, keep rock. Run, keep going, keep going. Come oh, on. Horrible. Oh, horrible. God, they're horrible <laughs> music. Oh. <laughs> they make funky. sticks look, look like the Beatles. Oh. Well, we didn't want to talk about sticks. It cost me an anchor Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Keep moving. Well, they had to put a girl Keep in there. Keep moving. Thank you. Uh, oh, by the way, um, I just uh, I put uh, uh, Pete uh, took some secret. Do we have a phone call? Is that a phone call in there? Yes, it is. We have, I believe, uh, David wants to talk about Billy Joel. David and Billy Joel right there. We talked about Piano Man, and uh, everybody's been ripping it because it was so popular and stuff. David, you're on the radio, man. How's it going? What's up? It's going well. Um, I know how much you love callers with tidbits of info. I do. uh, I do. Here's an interesting story to go with that. The uh, song was Scenes from an Italian Restaurant, and it was off of the 1977 Billy Joel album, The Stranger. Mm -hmm. Now, on the back cover, there was a picture of Billy and his band uh, inside an actual Italian restaurant. And that Italian restaurant was kind of a secret restaurant that only people uh, from within the film and and recording and music industry in New York knew about. I worked at a, a music trade magazine, uh, Art Directed Record World, back in those days. No kidding. So, oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, so, MC, so people from the labels would take us to eat in the restaurant. Was it was like a hideaway place. The front it was in Hell's Kitchen uh, and on Ninth Avenue, and the front said, you know, it was, it was your typical Italian uh, pasta place. It said Supreme Macaroni on it, and there was like all these glass cases of different kinds of pasta, and and there was the tin type ceiling and the parquet floor, and you have to go in there, and then there's this little hall in the back. And you go down this hall, and it has pictures of the family that owned this, starting from the old country, and 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 getting you know, did they had some profession, you know, some of the stars that had stopped in. There was Sinatra yeah. and all the Italians. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And at the very back was a, a a table next to the kitchen. So Billy Joel and his band. Uh, Sat around that table, got the, their picture made, and then they sent the picture in the back of the restaurant. It was called Guido's. I guess Guido owns Supreme <laughs> Macaroni. So the picture itself of the back of the cover was framed and put over the table where he, he had been sitting. So it was kind of like a strange day job. You come in and you see the table 
where the picture was taken and behind it was a picture of the table where the picture was <laughs> In taken. fact, as you speak, we are now, Pete just looked it up on the internet and on our computer screen has that picture from the album of the guys at the yeah. table with a picture of the table with a picture of the table. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I, I grew up in Nashville, so when my friends from Tennessee would come to visit me, I would take them to this secret restaurant. And I'd say, yeah, all right, just be cool. If you see somebody... You know, don't make uh, a big deal out of it. Oh, so we're standing man. in line, and my friend says to me, what's good here? And the guy <laughs> behind him said, meatballs. He said what? We turned around. He said, meatballs. Meatballs. And I said, I was going to say lasagna, and he said, try the meatballs. And we turned around, and it was Bill Murray. Oh, uh, no kidding. <laughs> what a great story. So, so, and on the way home, on the way after we finished, we're, it, this was like 1979, we're going down Broadway, and the theater had just opened and said, Bill Murray, Meatballs. I'll be well, Pete Davis is now looking at all the pictures from that restaurant and that scene and that street view. And what is that one? What's that on the front picture? It says... Uh, Guido's Restaurant, Supreme Macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> Hell's Kitchen, Lower West Side, right? I'll be damned. Yeah, now, that, that must now, have been an exciting period of your life. What, what was it like? Were you going with guys like whining and dining you and trying to you know, pay under the table uh, to mean, play their records? or what, what was that like? It must have been amazing. It was. It, we were like, uh, you know, Billboard was always number one, but Record World was number two, and Cashbox was number three. Uh -huh. So people would always, and, and I did a cartoon every week, okay, oh, no about what was going what was going on in the music industry, and sometimes the people I would, in fact, I did a Billy Joel cartoon, and Billy Joel's people called me up and said, hey, can we use that in the uh, the newsletter? And it was when he came out with the um, uh, um, the House of Glass uh, Glass Houses yeah. album, oh, darn. and the critics panned it, so I did a picture of. Uh, a rock crit a rock critic's office and his receptionist had just had a brick thrown through his, his window. And she <laughs> says, I believe there's a Mr. Joel here to see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to send us that. We got to get all that stuff and put it on the, on the Internet. We got to put it on Facebook yeah. and Rumble and yeah. YouTube and all that and stuff. I, and, and, and I did, you know, I did your, your uh, pod boys. Oh my God! Well, that's I'm, right. Well, you buried the lead. <laughs> and and I, I, I actually, and as part two to this conversation, you're talking about Panama. I yeah. called a couple of weeks about the palindrome, and I forgot the most important palindrome of all. Yeah. And it has to do with Panama. It was referring to Teddy Roosevelt, and the palindrome was, "Man, a plan." Uh, you're still there. A man. Oh, a we plan. lost. Did we lose him? Oh a, my God! Yeah, a man, a plan, a, Panama. A man. Oh, there we are. We man, got your back. A plan, we... man, a plan, a canal. Uh, we're losing. Oh my God! I hate. I can't believe it. We'll I'm never here. Great story. Oh, we got it back. All right, we, we okay, lost okay. you. We lost you. All right, try yeah. again. Here we go. Okay, try okay. again. All right. You're All great. right. A man, a plan, a canal, Panama. A man, a plan, a canal, Panama. I'll be down. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. You got to send us all your videos and pictures and that stuff and we, so we can post it and look yeah, at it. I that mean, was there's great. Always people calling me up, and I never knew if it was somebody, you know, trying to prank me or, uh, <laughs> you know, I, Stephen Steele's called me once, 
And I was home when he called me, and I thought it was probably my friends at the magazine, and they'll, they'll think I'll be gushing about Stephen Stills, the Stills. singer from Crosby, Stills, yeah. and Ash, and oh my God. Yeah. And so I thought, but I thought it, it really could be Stephen Stills because I did a cartoon that he might be interested in. And but the the guys at the office, I was I had gone home early. The guys at the office knew this, and they knew I might be taken in. So oh, I'm man. thinking, how do I answer this? So as a musician. Uh, which I, you know, I went to New York because I was a musician initially, but as a musician, I knew about time signatures and everything. So I said, yeah. well, I have a question for you, Mr. Steele. <laughs> What's the time signature of a song called Cherokee off your first solo album? He goes, wow, that's a great question. <laughs> Eleven four time. I go, yeah. Uh, there well, you go. <laughs> each note gets a beat, a quarter time. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Well, I will send you, uh, I'll send you the, uh, the Billy Joel cartoon. Oh, uh, cool. Uh, that would be great. And thank you. So, now, do, I, do you have a website people can go to, or you would just like to be private these days? I mean, if you uh, want no, people to no, know about I've you. Got, I've got, uh, well, uh, my, my southern name is David Ray Skinner. And so you can go to davidrayskinner.com. Uh, and also, I've talked to Pete about uh, doing an article uh, about your show for my magazine, which is southernreader.com. And uh, I said, now, you know, I was talking to Pete, and I said, now, the thing is, there's no profanity. And, <laughs> you come to the and, wrong uh, place. <laughs> and, and Pete goes, have you ever listened to this show? Yeah, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, listen, um, this is what a treat. Uh, DavidRaceGetter.com. And uh, Pete's looking up yeah. your stuff. Southern Reader, we've got and, all kinds of stuff. Okay, I'll, I'll exchange remember, email address with them off here. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, yeah, remember remember weekly readers. This is yeah, right yeah. Here, so, I'll be um, damned. But never miss the weekly well, reader. <laughs> David, yeah. thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Great stories and uh, uh, and uh, nice to talk to you again. And thanks again for the podcast, boys. Too. All right, th- yeah. fourth. The latest uh, episode. He interviews Donna Fargo. Oh, the, in fact, I, I Flounder put her song "Happiest Girl in the USA" and I listen to it almost every day coming into work I'm or sorry. going home. <laughs> I do. That's true. I know. But wake up, good morning, sunshine. Wake up, sleepyhead. Yeah, she's definitely country. Uh, Four thirty-one. Give her feed and Flounder. Oh, leave me alone. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, baby. 437 with a Kimmer Pete and Flounder. Yeah, baby. Stand by here. Yeah. The love music. Oh. All right, we're coming up. All right, hold on. David Pete Davis just found something that's going to be got a little grotesque. Uh, 437. Uh, Led Zeppelin on this day in 1968 played their first London show at the Roundhouse Chalk Farm on the same bill as John Lee Hooker. Uh, Deviants, Zeppelin singer Robert Plant married his girlfriend Maureen in London on the same day and held their reception at their gig this night on that day and uh, this day in 1968. I'll be damned. Led Zeppelin and Robert Plant. Well, good for you. And a quick birthday note here, uh, Lou Ferrigno, 72. It says here, your parents' generation knows him as the Incredible Hulk. He played himself on the King of Queens and the movie I Love You, Man. Lou Ferrigno had... uh, uh, serious speech impediment, and uh, was a muscle-bound bodybuilder. And he and Arnold, did they ever actually compete against each other? I'm trying, I don't really remember. For Mr. He, Universe, he was a little deal. younger, wasn't he? And Maybe about been. the same age. Yeah, they were close, I think. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, it's a 438, Kimber Pete and Flounder.
And um, oh, uh, first a word of uh, of uh, well, actually no, I better wait until a minute. We're going to plug one of our sponsors just a second ago. Uh, I always love to play, uh, plug my sponsor, Atlanta Safehouse, atlantasafehouse.com. They, because they, they keep your medical records, unlike the camera, like an idiot. I got a meeting coming up next week, and I don't think it's going to work out well for me. Uh, get yourself a safe at Atlanta Safehouse and go to a, check them out, atlantasafehouse.com. Now, uh, during the break, we're, we're, we're monitoring. We have the screen here. We're actually on Fox TV News to see what's going on. Israel agrees to a four-hour humanitarian pause. That's the latest from the White House says. Uh, but again, you know, a pause is not a ceasefire. So they're making sure that's clear. And, and uh, Israel says we are not going to have a ceasefire. We'll let those, you know, thousands of the uh, so-called innocent people get out. Which, by the way, how are they supposed to determine that? It's only the good people. You you Palestinians who aren't trying to kill all the Jews, you know, aren't they all trying to, don't, don't they all agree that the Jews should be exterminated? I mean, isn't much. every, doesn't, I mean, I'm serious. If you were to do a, do a, a, a survey of Gaza, of, of all the Palestinians who live in Gaza. In fact, probably all of all the Arabs who live in Jordan, uh, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, I mean, pick, you know, the UAE or whatever, uh, and did a survey. Uh, if you had your choice, would you rather have all the Jews exterminated from the face of the earth? I'll bet you they would come back like 97% yes. Am I wrong? I mean, is that a, is that, is that a, a horrible... Uh, um, uh, not a cliche. What do you call stereotype. it? Stereotype. Is that a is that an, is that an unfair stereotype, or do you think that's fairly clear? I mean, that most of the Palestinians really uh, the hate majority the, hate the Jews and really and would like to see them just eliminated from the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, so so why are we letting them out? Well, first of all, this is a ceasefire. They can call it anywhere they want. The yeah. pa- pa- it's if a you're ceasefire. stopping firing, it's a ceasing of the firing, it's which a is a ceasefire. You take off the ings and you're yeah. there. Uh, which, you know. uh, but still, I, I mean, the fact of the matter is, uh, these people have willingly agreed to the leadership of Hamas, of, of, this, of these people well, in, that, in that area. They voted them in, and then there were no more elections after that, That's, which is what they well, do. But, okay, but th- these are your people, so these are the consequences. I mean, look at the Japanese. We bombed the Japanese because, you know, they're Leadership got him into this. Well, Hamas, the leadership of the Palestinians, got you into this, and people are going to die. How hell, the innocent civilians in Israel died at that rock concert for crying out loud. They they would they would tie families together, fathers and sons, mothers and daughters and children together with ropes, and then pour gasoline on them and set them on fire. Well, the women they would uh, supposedly now gang, well after they gang, gang, gang rape. Oh, you have to gang rape the women first, you know, and the daughters, sure. In front of the mothers and fathers and daughters, and then tie them together and set them on fire. And you th- you you going to, sh- I mean, okay, if they are willing to live under that kind of leadership, then there's no, and by the way, there are no such thing as civilian casualties. This isn't war. This is, this is not sides. This is, this is fighting back for people trying to exterminate you. Terrorism. <laughs> this, what do you mean, civilian? There's no civilian casualties. <laughs> Ms. Roller, what you're asking for? Anyway, so we're watching the news of the headline. Boy, did I get distracted there. <laughs> this is going to oh, be really bad. But the best thing that's come out of it, that all these student protesters that are obviously yeah. on the wrong side and they're morons yeah. never take anything they say again seriously. Right, right. I mean, this is just From stupid. climate change to the rest of the BS. And again, they're all Democrats, my friends. Everybody out there, all these uh, haters and side effect people and uh, protest people, they're all Democrats. Here's, this is disgusting. 
they took over the Cenotaph, which is the main war memorial there in London. They took over it. They surrounded it. They put graffiti on it. The Palestinians, they're barbarians. They don't care about yeah. Britain. They don't want right. They want to take it over. They don't want to be British, just like they don't want to be American. They're going to celebrate their armistice day, November, whatever, November 11th, yeah. coming up. The Metropolitan Police of London are going to block it off. So on the biggest day of remembrance for the war dead, you will not be able to go there and say your remembrances to the war dead for because of, of the barbarians yeah. have caused it uh, such a stink. Well, that's backwards. Yeah. Well, this is London, right? That's London. Well, who's the mayor of London? He, Sadiq Khan, yeah. who is a basically a Jew-hating Muslim. He's, he's, uh, he's, yeah. The number one uh, baby name in uh, London is still Mohammed every year. In England. Yeah. Uh, They've lost. Well, that's backwards. So. It's back. That's, you know, it's more like Canada than America or, or other parts of Europe even. You, I mean, I can't, I'm trying to think of other places that would allow the, that. You think, you think of Charles de Gaulle. I think, it was, I think his anniversary of his death is, is, uh, was today or yesterday or something I read from my history things. Um, and can you imagine if they, if, if they had to uh, – well, maybe they would in France. If yeah. the protesters They're afraid to, of them. Try to go to uh, Charles de Gaulle, his memorial thing, and, and shut it down because the protesters were afraid of something. I mean, this is unbelievable. They have no go zones in the suburbs of Paris. They won't, the police won't go in there, God. like in Sweden. Yeah. And uh, you know why all this is happening? Because they don't have guns. Yeah. That's right. What are you going to do about it? Uh, four, four to three. Okay. Now <laughs> we got distracted, uh, but it's you know, it's a news. It's, 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 what it's what we do. Okay. Pete's watching. We're watching the news thing, and all of a sudden, uh, we're looking up at the at the. Uh, they're going to a commercial break as we're coming back on the radio, and and under the fine print, under the commercial running on the big, we have a huge TV screen, and under the fine print, uh, Pete noticed something. It, no, it's a drug. Yeah. Basically, it was a, dr- it was a commercial for a drug uh, called. Do we have the name? I can't even pronounce it. Farmiga. 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 F A R X I G A. Something like that. Anyway, and you saw you saw what? The word. <laughs> I saw the word. Can I say yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. It's a word. Okay. Well, okay, this is a double. We're not being kinky. We're not being bawdy. But this is a It's an on adult the TV. Word. Yeah, it's on TV. And it's also an, it's a word that you would use. It's a medical word. A medical word. So tell them what you saw in fine print under the ad at the end <laughs> the of the ad. The word just jumped out at me. And the word. Anus. Anus, all right. There and is. I'm going, what the hell is, could this drug How do? How could that possibly be? A, 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 anus what? Anus, you're not going to have one anymore? I mean, clenching? It's going to be uncontrollable, yeah, clenching. spasmodic, uncontrollable. Splurting. <laughs> all right, so you've now looked up the side I'll, effects of this, this uh, Farmixa or whatever First of all, is. this is for blood sugar, for type 2 diabetes. Ah, for, you know, so you think this is going to help me with my yeah, type 2 diabetes. diabetes. Or yeah. what it could do yeah. is give you a urinary tract infection, kidney problems, nausea, vomiting, trouble breathing, bladder cancer, and a yeast infection in both the JJ or the men's side. <laughs> a serious one. It's so bad. <laughs> this is where the A word came in. It could give you Fournier's gangrene. And oh your genitals. God. You know what Lord. that is? It turns green and falls off. Uh, yeah, it does, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and it doesn't God. smell good while it's doing that. Yeah, call your doctor today for Farzikaga. And there's you go through this whole thing: heavy sweating, diarrhea, fainting, discharge. I mean, all these oh, uh, things God, I can't God. even say. Why would you? Why would you take this? Just quit eating all the cookies. I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather have the. <laughs> sir, I don't like it. <laughs> no, oh sorry. my God! It's. I mean, seriously, this. Look how long the side effect page is. Goes for three is. pages. Yeah, seriously, precautions. He's not making that up. <laughs> Interactions. Holy golly. Uh, it's quarter of five. <laughs>
<laughs> Corey, let's do a Flounder's Funny. When we come back, I, I, we've got to have some uh, thinking about that. Well, Flounder's Funny, and we got all the and Holy Grab uh-huh. Sports coming up to a quarter of five with a Kimber Pete and Flounder right here. Look out. <laughs> <laughs> Change your mind? I like the other one. <laughs> Played the wrong one. That's all right. My baby's in the driving on the one after 1961, Brian Epstein saw the Beatles play live for the first time during a lunchtime session at the Cavern in Liverpool, 1961. Brian Epstein went on to be the group's manager. That night, they appeared at Lithtown Hall in Liverpool. Litherland Hall, Town Hall, I think it was. Brian Epstein, who was, uh, talk about the fifth Beatle. He was a record uh, store owner. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Uh, what a story. Uh, hold on, we got to swat two of them in the phone hall and a couple of quick things to update here. And uh, in fact, I'll save the birthday thing. Uh, two things we talked, we had a great talk here a little while ago with David Ray Skinner. Uh, who was uh, talking about uh, the, the days with Billy Joel and the musicians. He worked in New York. As, uh, uh, I mean, just really a fun, fun ta- conversation. And you, unfortunately, we were talking about the restaurant. We were showing the picture of the Billy Joel album and the picture of the restaurant where they was famous, and it was a secret restaurant, and all the stars went there and stuff like that. And the bad news is... Uh, they demolished it. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Now, I don't know whether David knew that, but I didn't know it at the time or I would have told him on the phone, but apparently it's gone now, so you can't go Gentrifying Hell's Kitchen, I'm afraid. And, and also, speaking of food, we wanted to point out a, uh, a thank you to our buddies at the Flying Biscuit. Yes. Uh, we, Great breakfast. Uh, well, really, uh, at, the golf tra- at our Veterans Day golf tournament we had on Monday at, uh, at uh, Dogwood uh, Golf Club. Yes. It was wonderful. And the breakfast was terrific, and uh, thank you, uh, our sponsor, Flying Biscuit. And uh, to the phones, to the phones, Swatu, you're on the radio with a Kimber Pete Flounder. How's it going, man? What's up? Hey, what's up, Kimber? Yes, sir. I'm calling I'm calling about debate, and uh, that guy, I'm, I'm going to butcher his name, uh, Roman Noodle with Salami, whatever his name is. <laughs> Vivek, uh, Vivek, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, about, uh, him. About his comment about uh, the the other person's kid. Yeah, the daughter uh, on TikTok. If, if, yeah. Yeah, but uh, you guys, I mean, I don't know if you, if you listen carefully. After that, when he start talking, they start clapping or booing, whatever that was happening. But he's saying that those are the kids are the future voters, and even though Republicans want to get off the TikTok, all these kids are still on TikTok, and they're gonna become Democrat voters because that's where they are. Yeah. Uh, again, t- that's why he was. Uh, that's that's what I believe he was comparing the the kid of the other girl, the woman, uh, to the TikTok. Yeah. Now, did you? And let me ask you this: Did you think? I, to me, I was kind of shocked. I thought it was. I thought it was a little harsh. I thought it was a little kind of. Uh, um, a, a little too kind of uh, personal involving children. Uh, and a yeah. lo- but a lot of people said, you know, she need to be put in her place, and he, he got her good. Now, what did you think? Now, usually I would not put kids in every, you know, if you have issues with me, bring it to me, you know, don't, yeah. don't, uh, don't bring my kids into any fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Uh, and uh, and how... yeah, uh, that was a little bit low on his side. I mean, I like what he said about uh, media because everything that's going on right now in Palestine and uh, Israel, yeah. it's any, everybody who watches the mainstream media, they are against Israel mm-hmm. and people who are educated there, you know, for Israel. Because nobody wants actually to see uh, innocent civilians die, especially kids. Yeah. But... The, it's the propaganda system what's here in America. I see that in all the country from where I came from. I mean, once you put propaganda in, emotions come in. If the, if you're emotional, same way in battle in battlefield. Yeah. If you become too emotional, you're gonna get yourself killed, or you're gonna kill. You know, pretty much hurt somebody else. Yeah. Well, uh, I, 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 we're gonna play his uh, opening comments, Vivek's opening comments which I thought were absolutely spectacular. He put everybody yeah. on notice, and we're going to play it again in, in a few minutes. Uh, and if you haven't heard it yet, you'll, you'll definitely want to hear but, it. Stay tuned for it. Yeah. But, uh, Kimmer, yeah. Uh, remember when the Trump in 2016, nobody wanted to vote for Donald Trump back then. And suddenly he just uh, separated himself and the, the people loved him. I think this might be like a repeat, like a history repeating itself with uh, this guy. And, really? Uh, pretty much they might pick him as, you know, well, the, or maybe. yeah, I don't know. The, uh, there were a lot of people reacting to it. A lot of people thought it was really just kind of below the belt and he was acting like kind of a meanie. And uh, on the other hand, uh, he impresses the hell out of me with his mind, his 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 thought process. He's quick. He's accurate. Everything yeah. he says about the issues. And, I mean, and, and by the way, did, did you notice that last night they were all, boy, they were just gangbusters about closing the southern border with Mexico. Uh, the, all of them are saying, yeah, start shooting these people. Uh, in fact, I think Nikki. Haley said we want to send some uh, special forces down to, to go kill all the cartels in, in Mexico and just go ahead and attack Mexican I, cartels. I, I, I like it. <laughs> I, mean, I have I have Mexican friends and they would agree with that 100%. Yeah, absolutely. They like there's nothing worse when you cannot go outside of your house yeah. without uh, some getting some shot by somebody, you know, for just yeah, and we know where they are. We, we, yeah, we, we could go get them, whether whether Mexico's government likes it or not. I guess he's on the way out anyway, but uh, but we'll find yeah. out anyway. But they were all real tough on the border, that's for sure. Real tough on China too. But uh, well, yeah, they're all tough right now. But the yeah. question is, are they going to bring it to yeah. the table? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I can I, mean, I can be a keyboard warrior all day long, but <laughs> if if I face you, I mean, if I uh, face you face. Yeah, I might chicken out or something. Yeah. Well, we know our Republican Party uh, tends to do that. Uh, by the way, let me ask you this: What do you think about Joe Manchin? Has now decided he's not running for re-election as senator from West Virginia, and he wants to put together a possible coalition to, uh, for the middle of road people. Sounds like he's uh, uh, looking at a possible run for president. What do you think about that? What would that do? It's mostly for the book. He's gonna probably write the book and make millions off of it. <laughs> but not a bad idea. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> always a pleasure, my friend. I really appreciate you, know, you calling fine. in. Talk to us anytime. I love it. It's fine too. There you go. Four uh, fifty, almost four fifty-eight, uh, with a Kevin Pete and Flounder. Uh, the uh, some of the people watching debate thought that Ron DeSantis did great. Um, I'm a little nervous about uh, Ramaswamy. About you notice break. we're not talking about Ron DeSantis, though? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and I think... Um, Maybe that's a good thing. Well, again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm right off the top of the 5 o'clock news, uh, whether they play it again or not on our Fox thing at Cutaway, you're going to hear near the very top when we come back at 5.03 or 5, somewhere in that area, the opening comment from uh, Vivek. And if you haven't heard it, even if you have, I, I'm, I love to listen to it again. He got everything right. 
He set the. In fact, he took him on right there. NBC. He took on. I mean, the candidate. I mean, and even he's one of the first guys who said, "Come on, uh, uh, Democrat Party. You know that Biden's not. You're going to be your guy." And he may. He said, "Well, it could be whether it's uh, 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 California with Newsom or Michelle Obama." I mean, he actually mentioned Michelle Obama's name out loud at, last night at the debate. And I don't know how many other people have actually used her name out loud, saying she may be the, your Democrat candidate. But he kind of put him on notice. We know you're tricking us with something, so just tell us who's really running so we know how to handle it. I mean, he said, come on, who, who are you talking about here? <laughs> I thought, I, you know, it's a very impressive kid. They're having uh, scuffles down in Boca Raton right now. The uh, pro-barbarian protesters uh, with those supporting Israel. And the police are stuck in the middle of it at, at a road trying to keep them apart from each other. In Boca Raton, they're in taking Boca on Raton. the Jewish citizens of it, Boca Raton, Florida. And it actually there looks are a like, few of them down there. It actually looks like the Israeli side actually has the numbers this time, which oh, usually don't. Pummel them. Then let them kill let, them. Wait into the crowd. Just get into them with trunches. Oh, my God. Uh, we got to go do our showdown in one of these play places. Probably not. <laughs> not a good idea. All right, 5 o'clock. Holy crap, it's sports coming up at Flounders Funnies. And uh, wait till you hear Rave coming up. Look, can't repeat, bud. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. It's only me, it's only the giver. With Pete mm. Davis, sidekick producer and sports raconteur extraordinaire, and an update coming Just in. Just got a message here Uh-oh. from the Fernbank Planetarium. Yeah. They want to know how your uh, very scientific uh, expose of the sunset is going. Oh, well, Fernbank's getting in. Uh, well, I'm, we're going to do this again. <laughs> Yesterday, I did. Uh, uh, all right, listen, we're going to keep a note here on when it starts. Here's my theory. Uh, and, and I did mention flounder. You cut me off before I said well, Kim Repeat and flounder. Uh, here's my theory. I believe it because of the uh, uh, distance from the sun or something with this time, hemisphere this time of year, whatever. I believe that in the wintertime or in the, in the fall wintertime, that the, the amount of time when you first say, gee, it looks like it's starting to get dark to the time that it is dark 
is shorter than that same time period between when you think and to the in the no, summertime. Dumbest thing you've ever said. I'm just saying. It just appears to me. I know it's the last couple of days. You know, I look out the window and, 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 and now right now it's, it's 505. It's still light out. I mean, there's, it's not sunny, but it's, it's light. Yeah, it's a, it's your normal te- typical it's the late gloaming. afternoon. Yeah, this is this is not a big deal. But at some point, I'm going to start saying, "Oh boy, it's starting to get dark." When, when we still, we, we I'll bet we both at some point will say, "Now, Founder doesn't have windows, so he's out of this." But Pete and I, at some point, we'll look out there and say, "Oh, it's starting to get." When you say, "Oh, it's starting to get dark," we'll ma- we'll mark the time. Are we going to do this every day? No, we're going to do it today because we're together right here, and we're going to we're going to uh, join Judge. You you write down when you when you when you look out there and say, "Oh, it's starting to get dark." And then when you look out and it's oh my it's dark. What? Well, well, we're gonna see. <laughs> Shut up. Five oh five. All right. Now I promise we're gonna do a promise here. Uh, we're gonna have reaction to the debate. We'll talk about about that. But uh, also got a tranny news and the field hockey girl got her face handed to her. And boys in the locker room and the Vatican's going on with tranny stuff and all this kind of stuff. Um, uh, but first, and holy crap, a sports coming up and flounders funnies. We have all kinds of things waiting. You for promised you. Vivek. We're gonna do it right now. Vivek last night. Came out with a, basically an opening statement that set the record for what I believe most conservatives truly believe and feel as we sit here today. Here's Vivek from last night. I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here, and I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We're a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018. 2020. 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my, yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. You think the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Welker here, you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Kristen, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you and the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Ross. Sorry. You're on. Accountability, because this media rigged the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with a Hunter Biden laptop story. Mr. Ramos, and they're going to rig this election. Your time is up. Accountability. Let me turn That's to Governor, Governor Christie. Why? <laughs> Shut up, Lester. <Yeah. laughs> and what I'm saying, yeah, we asked the questions. When he said, you, 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 I tell the people, what, and, and, and I think it was she said, well, we asked the questions. This snotty no, little no. snot. You push the propaganda. Yeah. You don't ask the questions. Yeah, you you turn on the mic and let the people do their thing. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, Brendan from Peachtree Corners is on, and he wants to chime in on the Vivek Excellent. discussion. Brendan, you're on the radio, my friend. What's going on? How are you? Uh, always good to hear you guys. I'm going to try and participate in your golf tournament next year. Excellent. Um, Look forward to it. Uh, Vivek's comments are interesting, but I know you guys hear them. But remember, he's also the biggest anti-war guy like myself on there and again that's not because i don't think there's no place for war but it's just the country of 
50, 70 years ago is not the country of McConnell and Graham. And I worry that all those other stooges up there, other than DeSantis, who I think is playing neocon until he gets into the real race, remember, Americans do not have the appetite for being the world's thug when the world no longer will tolerate it. Right. I, I would. Um, I don't think he's anti-war. I think he's. I think he's one of the new uh, Republican fellows of kind of like us too, saying, "Now wait a minute with this whole Ukraine thing." I mean, we're we're in favor of helping people around the world who are friends and allies, stuff like that. But this is getting ridiculous. In fact, I heard he on the other night was talking about how corrupt Ukraine is, and it has been for you know generations. Uh, hell, they shut down eleven different other. They shut down all the churches except the uh, the, the their one. Estonian, uh, whatever it is they have over there, uh, and a free press. They have one state media thing. So this is not exactly, you know, the, the den of democracy over in the free world of the, of the Ukrainians. Uh, so I think he's against us just pumping money into them for their corrupt government. Uh, but I, I, don't, I don't think he's, I wouldn't call him anti-war, but I think he's looking for an accounting, as are we. I, 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 you know, every time I turn around, these freaking administration people want to start pumping more billions of dollars over there. And now and they're trying to get it all together with Israel now so they can pump more into that. I mean, it's just, it's just time to stop it. And I don't, I'm, hell, Kimmer, I'm not anymore, but this Kim, is nonsense. Kimmer, if you, and I get it, trust me, I, but if you don't, if you don't listen to what, you got to read the Wall Street Journal every day. Remember, if, if Republicans, and I vote Republican, if they get in charge, holy hell, man, they're going to ramp up war spending to double what it is now, they're going to stir up everything in the world. They both are. The Democrats even more. Yeah, but that's McConnell's saying that the Ukraine's our most important issue. Remember a few months ago, an idiot. it's one party. Well, you got to just keep the fight. I'm hoping that there's a a new wave, that it isn't anti-war, but it's uh, anti-irresponsibility where it's time to say, where's the money going? You know, I don't have. I, I, I love the fact that he pointed out that Nikki Haley didn't have a lot of money until she started yeah, in with the defense contract. Yeah, now she's a millionaire. Yeah. Oh right, but there, Kimmer, there should be nothing. It's it's not anti USA to be anti war. Yeah, and I, I yeah I, I I get you. I agree totally. Listen, thanks, yeah. man. I appreciate it. this. Is of great. course, I mean, I, I thank you uh, again. This is. Uh, but again, I think this is good. I think this is good. Mm-hmm. We've got to start talking. we got to do something to make sure people say, you know, we agree with this, this, and this, this doesn't make us. We need clarity. Yeah. Uh, both sides, quit lying. Tell exactly what you want. Then we can figure out how we can get together with it or not. Yeah. And the only the only negative was what I saw last night. Again, every one of them was basically saying, if you give me the chance, I'll take a gun to Mexico and kill all those cartel members myself. <laughs> I mean, it, it sounded like <laughs> you were going we're gonna to shut the border. We're, and in fact, DeSantis Santa says, well, if I'm president, I'm taking the military down there the first day we're going to block the border with armed forces and nobody's getting to that's a ball game and we're going to have the biggest deportation the country's ever seen i mean so they're all saying that you know deport the ones who sneaked in and block the just stop them from coming well, in if you think you have protests now oh yeah imagine if they do try massive deportation well, oh all hell's gonna break well, loose here we are but we've we've maybe made we this problem it. we meet we, maybe, maybe it's about time so so we have a problem What's the, either we have a problem and we can do the right thing, or we allow this to continue. Seven million new people, new Democrats. You know, they did something similar to this under Eisenhower. They swept up thousands of people and sent them back. Well, the that, there you are. Well, back then we didn't want the communists. We didn't want the ilk of the bad guys in our country. So get rid of them. You know, and, and plus, if you're well, anyway, we all know the issues about breaking the law. My God, man. Uh, a couple of quick things. Um, uh, uh, some some of the reactions from some of the people who are actually commentators and consultants. Uh, one Democrat said, 
uh, that Vivek last night with his comments on her. Well, he, he complained about uh, Nikki Haley's daughter, who is a grown woman, not a teenager, but it sounded like she was a kid, uh, that Nikki Haley's daughter uh, is on TikTok, and they thought it was bad. And then she said, uh, get that out of your mouth, you're a scumbag. And it was really good. Haley, you want to play real quick? Oh, all right, let's do that. Yeah, I want to laugh at why Nikki Haley didn't answer your question, which is about looking at families in the eye. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters crapping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. The easy answer is actually... She said, you're just scum. You're just just scum. scum. Uh, one consultant, a Republican, said was he was way too hot, way too nasty, sanctimonious and tedious as ever. Uh, I mean, well, well, that's all we've been bad. talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's right. But he made, he, he made the name. And we'll see. I mean, I can't wait to see the next poll. Because it should be coming out within the next few days. We probably ought to... Oh, hey, speaking of polls, <laughs> Pete Davis is coming in next, ladies and gentlemen. 513 with a Kimmer Pete and Holy Crap of Sports with Flounder 2. And here we go. Stand by. <laughs> Later on, we're going to tell you, Pete's going to mention what the Minnesotans call the Iowans, and the Iowans call the Minnesotans. <laughs> By the way, it's getting dark. It's uh, 5 oh uh, five nineteen, and we can say that it's starting to get a little dark. Okay. Uh, but first, uh, we got all the stuff in, in the sports world because we have holy crap at sports with Pete Davis. Well, it looks like the Braves may be looking for two coaches. Oh, no. Ron Washington going to the Angels to be yeah. the manager. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. And he may be taking Eric Young Sr., the first oh, base no coach. Over the beard, the white-haired yeah. uh, beard and stuff. What is he that? may be going with him. Uh, so. Isn't his son playing? His, his son used to play. Used I think he's, he's, was he's, it Cincinnati or St. Oh, Louis? Gosh, it was Cincinnati, to, I'll bet you. Was it a, or is he a Rocky too? I can't remember exactly. I'll bet he was with Cincinnati. A Rangers, Eric, maybe. Yeah, Eric, no, anyway, uh, Braves president of baseball operations, Alex Anthopoulos, says he's going to take the winner and let this free agency thing play out a little bit, mm-hmm. see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Some notable players that could fit the Braves next season include mm-hmm. former Atlanta Jorge Soler and Adam Duvall. Hey boy. I like that. Plus right-handed starter Sonny Gray. Not a huge Sonny Gray fan, but him. he's better than what uh, a lot of a lot of teams have. Yeah. Uh, Braves chairman Terry McGurk told the AJC that a luxury tax is no problem. They had to pay it this year for, I think, the first time and says they will increase spending. And uh, the good news is, by the way, you, when you get hit with a luxury tax, you get hit at a certain level if you if you break the luxury tax two years in, in a row, two or three in a row, it gets higher and higher. Yeah. So the more the more often yeah. you break the luxury tax, the more it costs you. But he says but they're this is do the it. first time, and he's going to keep going. So the way they're in it for the long, they're in it. They're yeah. in it. Starting pitcher Waskar Enoa is expected to be ready for the start of spring training. He missed all of last season, had Tommy John surgery, mm. not his first major injury. You might remember it was Waskar who punched the wall of the dugout following oh, an outing in Milwaukee in May of 2021, breaking his right hand, which interrupted what was a great start to the season, and frankly, he has not been the same pitcher since. Yeah, well, you can't do that. He was go- he was hand. off to an all-star start, and he broke his hand in a fit of anger, and he hasn't been the same since. Doesn't make any it's sense not for an all-star game. Uh, Anthopoulos was attending, and I say was, the annual winter meetings being held in Scottsdale, Arizona, but they've been cut short. Why is that? SI.com describes it thus. If it seems that baseball news is developing slowly, perhaps that's because executives' bowels are moving too quickly. More than 30 of the 300 or so officials in attendance have come down with an undetermined stomach ailment at the annual all-season kickoff event. 
the GM meetings have become the GI meetings. And where was this hotel or uh, recreation uh, area responsible for the bad food they all got? I'm not going to say <laughs> oh, where that was. Man. Uh, most people develop symptoms. Uh, uh, was it today? Say Thursday? Yeah, yesterday afternoon. Oh, and uh, so they think it's a virus and not a foodborne illness. So they don't think it was in the food, even though they're all yeah. eating the buffet. Yeah. So they've canceled well, the rest of the meetings. Oh, my. Well, yeah. let's do it. Wait. And everybody's on the run. Just, just get, out, <laughs> oh, get, get, hey. out, get, get out of there. Ah, yeah. The Phillies have made a decision about Bryce Harper. Well, what's the decision? He is their full-time first baseman from now on, which probably came as a surprise to slugger Reese Hoskins, who had been injured oh, this year, and wow. now he's out of a job. So he's out uh, into the wild. Well, now, what else would it be a DH? Yeah, he is, can do he, that as well. Is he old well. enough to just start? He's 31. Being, yeah. He's not that old, but he's, yeah. you know, he's hard on his body. He yeah. is. The Shohei Otani sweepstakes seem to be headed up by the Dodgers and Cubs right now. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Shohei is donating some youth baseball gloves to Japanese elementary schools. How many do you think he is sending out? To people in Japan? Yes. Uh, Japan schoolers? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 200. Higher. 219. Higher. 300. Higher. 400. Higher. 712. Higher. 882. Higher. 9,000. Higher. Now, wait a minute. Higher. 14,000. Higher. 27,000. Now, just a damn second here. 60,000 gloves. I wonder how much that costs. Well, 100 bucks a piece. That's 6 million. For for a kid's glove? Well, sure. Jeez. Well, probably probably fifty bucks for a kids club. Yeah, probably. 50 You're hanging bucks. around the kids section That's at Walmart million, and a quick three million the... dollars or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, Falcons wide receiver Drake London had a limited practice yesterday. He missed the loss to the Vikings, but he's looking good this week. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning co-hosted this week's Country Music Awards because they do one every other week. Yeah. And took a. Oh sh- man, I heard. I saw about this. <laughs> he took a shot at the New York Jets. Yeah. What's the difference between Taylor Swift and the Jets? Uh, golly, I don't know, Pete. What's the difference? Taylor can fill a stadium. Oh, hey, hi-oh. Rimshot. Oh, oh, hey, oh, no, he's, he's in the base. He's, he's on doing one of his other See, duties. See, if I don't play the, the dragnet. The company. I guess he has a boom. They can work part-time with the salespeople in there. Come on. If get there's no dragnet sound, no, he doesn't get hepped right. up for it's it. He's just too busy in there. See, even though there's okay, now I'm going to talk about the Hawks, and everybody's going to think one of them's been well, arrested no, go back or something. The one we just met, we didn't do the final thing. I just did. Taylor can fill a stadium. Okay, rim okay. shot. All right, but the reaction was you go uh, keep looking at the dark, and I'll no, do this. No, all right, but, uh, what was it? They were saying, well, hell, they just had eighty thousand people in the stadium. Yeah, they did. So I mean, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of a shot. Guy. It was yeah, a shot. Whatever. Uh, the Hawks are in Orlando tonight. None of the Hawks have been arrested, despite no, what he just played. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they're in Orlando. Oh. May I suggest the Bull and Bear Steakhouse at the Waldorf Astoria, Orlando, uh-huh. oh. featuring local cuisine, American steakhouse, vegetarian-friendly, and vegan options. Oh. The jinx has struck again. Yeah. Any hope yeah. that Ole Miss, yeah. any of you fans, yeah. had any possible yeah. chance yeah. of upsetting Georgia and Athens, yeah. they have now faded like yeah. the sunset yeah. after the newspaper equivalent of a black cat walking underneath a ladder on Friday the 13th Mark Bradley of the AJC has weighed in the headline for his column. Odd career leads Kiffin to a chance for epic win. <laughs> Good night, everybody. When I came in here, Pete was already here. And when I came in, I mean, I give I fly, get flounderous treats and I have a little stuff. And I take the Sunday, I just I take the sports section. I bring one. I see Pete. I bring in the sports section, and I throw it down on from. And about a minute later, I'm here. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> what he said, damn Bradley again, <laughs> Mister. Oh, the Braves, uh, 1996.
Space World yeah. Series is over. Oh, we can't lose yeah. now. Hey, it's in the bag. <laughs> he also predicted they win this year. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> How bad is Iowa's offense? Odds makers are going to new lows trying to gauge the defensive-minded Hawkeyes. The over-under total on Iowa's home game Saturday against Rutgers has dipped to a historic low at all the sports books. Uh, the total this morning, 28. Combined score. Combined points. That's the lowest of any college football game since 2000. Barring late line movement, Rutgers-Iowa will be the first game with an over-under total of less than 30 in ESPN's database. Well, it's not. I'm just. It's two touchdowns apiece. That's not bad. Is that bad? They're horrible. Yeah, I know. But still, that doesn't seem like their uh, offense has set the game of college yeah. football back a hundred years. Well, I remember. Yeah, uh, uh, and it's their son. He finally has fired his son, basically, yeah. and saying the guy yeah. doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, I mean, you score more often than the Hawkeyes. Oh, do. hey, I'm trying to remember the uh, uh, who's that big star quarterback they had back in the day? Big blonde kid. He went on to be in the pros. I don't. Know. I can't remember. I don't remember anyway. The Pope sees more action than the I Hawkeyes could do. See that for sure. Yeah. Uh, yet they're still somehow in the top 25. I have no. Oh. Idea. It's like Notre Dame. They've got what five yeah. losses now? Something. I mean, are they still in the top <laughs> 25? 14. I think. <laughs> Can I interest you in Virginia at Louisville tonight? Uh, Louisville could be interesting. I think Virginia's. Uh, uh, it could be interesting for for a smart type school. Well, so that's a that's an okay. education school. I mean, right. you have to you have to have okay. some grades. As opposed to Louisville, is that well, insinuating? I, no, I'm, it's, I, I'm yeah. a, a Louisville. Bunch of idiots. I believe, that, I believe that's Louisville. That's Lou, Louisville. Well, you gotta say Louisville. Louisville there, but I'm not from there, so I say no, Louisville. No, Louisville. Uh, Southern Mississippi at Louisiana. I have nothing to do with Louisiana right now, thank you. Okay, all right. Gators basketball will not be lacking any height this season. The world's tallest teenager has pledged to play. Oh. For the Gators. His name is Olivier Ryu, a seven foot six center out of Bradenton, Florida. He committed yesterday on Instagram. He, he's from Quebec, recognized by the Guinness World Records, the tallest living teenager male. And last year's edition, he weighs 275 pounds, so he's Ooh, not small. He's a big guy. He's kind of. Well, I don't know. Is two seventy five thick for seven six? Probably not. Well, but it's 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 not skinny. I'll bet you. Have we got a picture of this guy? We no, should, we should I sure don't. Well, maybe we'll do that during the break. All right. Deadpool star Ryan Reynolds is a really nice guy. We Pretty much everyone kind of yep, realizes I, that. I'll bet that's true. He owns a soccer team in Wales called Wrexham. Mm -hmm. One of his players, Anthony Ford, found out last year that his wife, who had just given birth three days before, diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor. Oh, man. Doctors told her it was not curable. She had a short life expectancy. Upon hearing the news, Reynolds arranged for Laura Ford to get a second opinion. A member, they're dealing with the national yeah. health over there. It's yeah. socialized right. health. It's socialized medicine. A biopsy showed that she has a benign brain tumor, which is better news. They still cannot operate on it to take it out, mm. but it's not cancerous and is Can not growing. It? No wonder things shrink it. No. The only downside, when they went in to do the biopsy, they left oh, a God. screw in there. Oh, so now she has to decide whether to get another operation to remove it or just say screw it. Yeah, she has a screw loose, that's all. My she wife has a screw loose. Literally, it's a screw <laughs> All right, 1950 on this date. What's yeah. the date? November 9th. <laughs> Sam Jethro of the Boston. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Coughed all over for Sam here. Sam was uh, asking for it. Sam Jethro of the Boston Braves <laughs> is named Rookie of the Year for the National League at 31 years of age. Wow. Why is that? Well, like he was in the military, I'll bet you. In the no. War. no. He was uh, black. And I think he oh, was the well. first uh, black man to play for the Braves. I I'll think so. What year was this? 1950. I'll be there. Good for them. The oldest rookie to win the award. Unfortunately, in 1995, they gave the Rookie of the Year Award in the National League to uh, some 
rather older Japanese pitcher named Hideo Nomo instead of an actual rookie, Chipper Jones. Yeah. Right. That, I thought that was a farce. Yeah, that's right. He was he was in a professional league in Japan. Yeah. So, uh, Chipper is the real rookie. That's my opinion. We welcome yours. Excellent. We have a couple of historical things. So we have uh, we got like thirty seconds here. We have sure. we got a heartbreak. Um, uh, Twenty eleven legendary Penn State football coach Joe Paterno is fired. <laughs> he had stayed silent during the Jerry Sandusky sex abuse scandal, uh, farcalucilating the place in the shower and stuff. He got caught and let it go. Nothing he happened. knew. Yeah, he knew. 1997, big day for Detroit running back Barry Sanders. He became the first NFL player to rush for 1,000 yards nine seasons in a row. And in the same game in this day in 1997, he also passed Cowboy Tony Dorsett for third place on the all-time rushing list. Uh, birthday, Whitey Herzog, 92. Wow. Today. 90. Famous, famous manager. Yeah, he blew Bruce Suter's arm out. There we go. Yeah, well, he was a tough guy. And uh, one more. In 1996, Evander Holyfield upset Mike Tyson... To win the uh, heavyweight title in the 11-round fight in Las Vegas on this day in uh, 1996. All right, uh, God bless America, 531. Uh, we got uh, uh, Flounder's Funnies coming up now. I keep saying it, and by God, we're going to do it. Uh, and uh, oh, some more stuff. With the it's dark. Flounder, right? It's coming. It's getting dark. It's getting dark right now. It's definitely getting dark. We can say that 5 Bob Dylan says, it's not dark yet. Not dark yet. But it's getting It's getting there. It's not even room enough to be anywhere. <laughs> it's not dark yet. It's not dark yet. It's getting there. It is getting there. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> Actually, it's getting dark. It's 535. 535, almost 536. And I would call this uh, definitely getting dark. It's going to... Uh, actually... If I were going to say when it was getting dark, it would be about 10 minutes ago. I would say it was getting dark. And now the actual music bumper for this segment of our radio program. With Elvis Presley in 1958, Hound Dog exceeded 3 million copies sold in America. friend of mine. The first, third, the, uh, only the third single to do it. 3 million copies. Bing Crosby's White Christmas. And Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Gene Autry were the other two. When I came in today, you know that ground floor place? Yeah. We don't know what they do, but they do. Yeah, it's, it's like it's some kind of an office furniture Workplace thing. thing. And they work in there and do... Uh, I'm not I don't sure. know what they do. Consulting. The TV was on, and it was one of the Elv- Elvis... Well, he was in the Army movies was oh, on. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, I love it. Hound Dog, three big copies. Um, on this day in history, 1938... Kristallnacht, the night of the broken glass. Nazis and other precursors to today's American Democrat Party began their campaign of terror against the Jews, much like today's Democrat leaders are doing supporting Mm -hmm. Hamas in Congress. Anyway, they destroyed thousands of Jewish businesses, destroyed hundreds of synagogues, killed more than 100 immediately, arrested 30,000 Jews, and sent them to concentration camps. It all started today in 1938, Crystal Knight, the now a sign of the broken glass. World leaders were supposedly outraged, but all they did was break off diplomatic relations with Germany. As our listener Esther says, if you wondered your whole life what you would do yeah. if you were in that time when this was happening, right. whatever you're doing right now is what you would be doing. We just saw a picture just eight minutes ago during the break. Uh, we looked up on the TV and they're sworn. They shut down New York, New York, York City. again in yeah. New York City. They're everywhere. They're swarming. Anti-Israeli, anti-Jewish uh, d- like demonstrators. In, like insects. They're swarming. Hey, we, got a phone we have an old school phone call. 
Old school is even better. Hey, old school, how you on the radio? How's it going? What's up? Every Friday, Susan. Oh, my God. Is this Every Friday, Susan? Yes, but but I've been renamed Every Friday Lesbian Susan. Apparently. <laughs> 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 hey, baby. Liberal, if I was a liberal, I'd be offended right now. But because I'm not a liberal, I think it's actually funny. No, because you're a great dame. That's why. Because you've got a great <laughs> attitude and a great character, and you're a true uh, uh, person that we love to talk to. How you been? What's going on with you? Everything all right? Well, What's I, your life like? Uh, everything is everything is good. Kelly and I are good. I everything's you know good on our end. And uh, we just celebrated 22 years. Uh, oh, my week. God. Oh, that is so sweet. I, I remember the first time I think we met you and your partner. Was it, <laughs> yes. uh, was it, was it our going away party? I'm trying to remember. I where... think it was the going away party up there in Decatur. I'm yeah, not. I'm I, trying I, to remember. Yeah. Oh, that was so cool. Uh, well, how, now, how are you? What's going, what do you think? What's on your mind? How, what are you feeling about these days? And so, Yeah. You know, we're just, it's, it's worse than it ever could be. You know, you just can't even imagine all this anti Israel, all anti I mean, right on our, you know, back deck, essentially, yeah. with all the universities and these professors. And then you have our Congress people that are just fomenting all oh. this uh, violence, and they get away with it. And yeah. then you got the guy with the pepper spray that's a Trump, uh, you know, uh, voter, and they're, you know, hunting him down like a dog, the yeah. FBI is, you Unbelievable. know. Unbelievable. Uh, you never, I just never thought it could get this bad. But I just called to say hello, and I'll be trying to call in at least once a week. It's a tough time for me, but I'm definitely so happy to have found you again. And I do have one thing I want to say that you'll love. Yes, ma'am. You had taught me. I'm, I always try to, you know, use proper English and write terminology. I never knew it was daylight saving time. <laughs> Remember, you had a segment years ago, yeah. and it drove you nuts when people would say daylight savings yeah. time. S- savings so are what you put in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, daylight saving, and I make a point to say no, you know, not the plural version of, like you said, what you put in the bank. So I, I wanted to thank you for that all these years later. Well, you're so sweet. Uh, every Friday or now every Thursday or whenever you can it, do it, it Susan. Be, how about Anytime. Any any anytime Susan would be good by me. <laughs> and hi to so your sweet to lady to you, too. Jimmer. All right, okay. baby. Thank you, Doll. All right, that was that's a great chick right there, man. She's just you know, and again, uh, who could care less whether she's her the person she loves is a woman? I mean, it just doesn't make any difference what she stands for, what she believes, what she does, what she says. That's you know, she's. she's She's good American. She's a, just good she's American. an aces. She's an aces chick. We also have another phone call, Brent. Brent. And he wants to know about uh, the Golden Bachelor. Oh, I, I can't hear anything. My, I, am I? What's wrong? I, you you hit the you hit a button over there. I think is the problem. I hit a button. One, yeah. Two, I hit. Press your button one more time. Press that blue thing and the white thing underneath it, and then uh, back to the blue. Questions. All right. I can't hear anything. Well, you're talking, so just go ahead and talk. You can hear. No, I'm serious. What? No, he cannot. We it's have to use short. mic three. Oh, there we go. No, it's I. Oh, there we go. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, that was was that? You thing? had it turned down. All right, we're working. Let's go. That's all right. All right. So, 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 well, it's a different thing that I'm using. That's the fence. fast compared. Not everybody. Okay, who we got? A brain? Who would you say this was? Brent. I forgot. Brent. Brent. Brent's on the radio. What's up, man? You're hey, yes, sir. What's going on? Are you watching the Golden Bachelor tonight? Yes, I am. It's the last. Apparently, it's the last one. The last week, he couldn't make a decision between the final two. Um, and if he goes with um, Therese, I swear to God, I'm going to go there myself and slap she, him in the face. She wasn't the worst. Of all of them, she, he's not going with Teresa, but he's got all these women convinced that they're the one. Yeah. He's he's setting himself up 
to crush himself, and they're going to have her damn reunion thing. Yeah, the the he's next got. Week. Yeah, well, and no, it's going to be tonight. All these women. It's. I no, think it's all tonight. Is, is it tonight. Yes, it's oh. tonight. In other words, oh. last week he was supposed oh. to pick the one last week, and he couldn't do it. He, he broke down you and know, cried. Was going to throw up. So tonight, the first tonight, he's got to pick the. He's got to get rid of one of the two, and then they're and then they uh, they go up to, and then they're bringing all the women back on to say what they really felt about him. Well, look, I saw this thing on my menu, and I didn't start watching it until you started talking well, about it. Well, that's killing me. Maybe I, I, I should meet for a date well, later. I, I hate it's it. Cringy. I, it's cringy, but it's like crack. It's something. Oh, it's man. Really something well, especially <laughs> since, you know, if you're in the age bracket, and, you know, all yeah. I ever wanted was I thought I'd had oh, the woman yeah. I'd spend the rest of my life with, and, and then, you know, I mean, so, and, and then now it's too late to even think about it. So, anyway, whatever. So, it's And these poor ladies, I mean, it's like they're, you know, you maybe feel like I was the one. You know, yeah, well. Go blow your brains out. How about you? 75, and all of a sudden she's heartbroken again right before she's going to die. I mean, my God. Well, who needs well, it? I hate it. Well, you're a bastard because yeah. I feel like a girl and I'm watching this damn thing. And <laughs> yeah, me, you. you and me, boy. I'm not a man anymore anyway. I got to go. You're killing me. Get out of here. 543. How about a little Fuck. we do a little something comedy-wise here for a second? Sure we can. I'll bet we can. <laughs> I threw him a curve because I'm actually, actually doing Flounder's Funnies. You said Founders Flunnies. Flounder's Flip Flop. All right. This is a little uh, Anthony uh, Jeselnik comedy. Oh, we like Anthony Jeselnik. 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 Yeah. I once dated a girl who owned a a parakeet? Oh my god. That fucking thing. Never- Oopsie Daisy. Did you get it? Yeah, yeah, that's the wrong one. The wrong I don't know one. What I did well, there. Here, let's do another one. Let's try another one. We caught do it. I always have to prove to a robot that I'm not a robot. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Why do you even care? <laughs> Who put you up to this, robot? <laughs> <laughs> And how do you even want me to prove it? With a capshka? <laughs> By putting in a series of random letters and numbers? That sounds like something a robot would be pretty good at. <laughs> I don't go up to my toaster and be like, hey! Prove to me you're not my friend Craig right now. <laughs> Very amusing. Uh, 5.44 with a Kira Pete and Flounder. Uh, and a couple of quick things in the news. Have you ever heard of a uh, UFC girls uh, fighting, uh, boxing fighting star named Paige Van Zant? Yes, uh, about an hour ago. Did you see that? I saw that popped up on the thing. Uh, she's a UFC fighter. She's a hot blonde. She's 29 years old, and she's been a six years. She's been a fighter on UFC. Uh, I guess well known to people who watch that kind of stuff. Uh, she said now she has decided to go to OnlyFans, and she uh, charges $9.95 a month. To, watch, to look at pictures of her, she's 29, uh, she uh, was fighting for six years. She now says she made more money in one day, in 24 hours. People signing up for her made more money in 24 hours than she made in six years with the UFC fighting. Damn. Now, it may be an exaggeration, but even so, even thinking about it like that, and she, she said at first, she said, was just pictures were kind of, you know, uh, R-rated or kind of a little naughty. Now she says, well, she does everything now, apparently. 
because uh, the money's too good. Let's look up this OnlyFans thing. In fact, in fact, uh, the other day, uh, in fact, I made a joke of flounder. I didn't show you, but uh, the guys in the morning, our uh, all American anal team in the morning, were joking that uh, we should do the an OnlyFans thing. Have all of us at the station like, and they said, well, we should have the Kimmer take off a shirt and, and get, go on OnlyFans. Actually, I did, and I took a picture of myself in the mirror when I when I weighed so little that I actually crushed a, a lower weight of that never happened in my life since I was like nine, mm-hmm. and I took a picture of myself to send to my kids so they could laugh at me and my favorite ex-wife and make fun of me. And I showed it to Flounder to say, I, sh- I, w- I was talking about showing it to him to, to show to the morning guys to say this would be a very bad idea to have the Kimmer without his shirt on going on social media. So anyway, <laughs> no, that would be even, i never forget it. Uh, 546 with a Kimmer Pete and Flounder. <laughs> Not seeing my picture. Look out, here we go. It's dark. It's definitely dark. It definitely got dark. What you'd call dark about eight minutes ago. Oh, dark 30. Oh, dark 30. I call dark. I call dark. <laughs> 551 with a Kimber Pete and Flounder. Uh, and a couple things. Um, we'll just watch another TV ad uh, a couple of times now. All of a sudden, just in the last few minutes, we've seen two ads on Fox Television for TikTok. And it says, TikTok sparks good. And the ad shows little kids with Grammy, and they're all dancing on dance things, and they're all happy, and everybody's got TikTok on their phone, and they're sharing things with their TikTok phones and their Grammys and their kitties. And the Chinese military. And the Chinese, yeah, kind of Communist Party, you know. TikTok sparks good. It's good for you. Here, have this. It's good for you. Here, round eye. Oh, you're number one. Oh my God. Uh, a couple other things. Uh, also, just on the news, there a big spat. I mentioned the other day uh, uh, citizens of Chicago and New York are now saying, We want to get out of the sanctuary city crap. We don't want to be sanctuary cities anymore. And they had a big fight about it in Chicago, just now in Chicago again. And I you mean, can tell duh. the politicians are for it because they're getting yeah. paid. Stop voting for these people. They're getting paid to do it. And the the people don't want it. The politicians do. Why is that? Yeah. They're getting paid. And who wins? Uh, unless you vote. If you don't vote them out, they'll keep doing it. I mean, they're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, let's see. Uh, had a little uh, bur- uh, uh, You ever heard of a guy named uh, Eric Dane? Uh, 51 years old. Uh, Tom Chandler on TNT's The Last Ship. He was Dr. Mark Sloan on... Grey's Anatomy, the McSteamy character, not the McDreamy character. Eric Dane's 51. He's an actor. Anyway, uh, and on this day in uh, 2005, George W. Bush, the president, awarded Muhammad Ali and Carol Burnett and Aretha Franklin and Jack Nicholas the uh, Presidential Medal of Freedom on this day in 2005. Uh, 553 with the Kevin Pete and Flounder. Speaking of... Uh, of uh, celebrities, and I have to tell you, I know the name, and I looked at his face, and I've never seen this guy act. Jared Leto. I've yeah, never he, seen him. He was Morbius. He was the Joker in the last uh, the Suicide Squad movie. It didn't go over too well. Yeah. Morbius did, it was, uh, was a great character, but I think they screwed the movie up. Yeah. They were cheap with it. Yeah. He's a good actor. He won an Academy Award. Yeah, he won. What, what did he win an Academy Award for? Was it the one with uh, Matthew McConaughey where he played the AIDS? Oh, yeah. yeah. A, the guy with AIDS? Was that it? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Whatever. We went to, we went to Mexico to get the drugs. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the Maybe Texas. that was what he won yeah. for. I don't know. Anyway, uh, this guy, he's the Academy Award he's winner. He's got a rock band. He, he, uh, Jared, yeah, Jared Leto. Leto. He climbed the Empire State Building today. It stands 1,250 feet tall. He put, took a video of it. They showed him climbing up to the top. 
He says, uh, somebody says, I don't know why Jared Leto, uh, uh, does he know the strike is over? The actor's strike is over? <laughs> and maybe, you know, King Kong claims that they send the army after him, so you better watch out. Maybe a double standard. Uh, he was actually promoting a new Morbius. Uh, it says, uh, promoting, no, they're joking about that. It's, uh, here promoting Morbius uh, SM, suck my hand, what is SMH, suck my Shaking hand. Shaking my head. Oh, there we go. Uh, and uh, apparently it's a publicity stunt, and whatever he said, it was harder than he ever thought. He couldn't believe it. It took all, all, trend, and, endurance and stamina, and it was very hard to do his band is going another tour ah that's I don't, right. do you like this band i don't no, know they're like super emo yeah, kind of that's why uh, right. he did it to announce that his band's got he's another 51 tour. he's a little over yeah. emo isn't he yeah. yeah but again i guess i mean he's got a pretty big following yeah well uh let's see what else you got, got a couple of things oh uh, speaking of celebrities winona judd i didn't see the cma awards last night i tried i turned over for like nine seconds but i don't want to watch these people because i know there'll that, be another one next week yeah uh, anyway, the CMA Country Music Association, I guess it is. And uh, Winona Judd got up there. Uh, she just lost her mother and singing partner, Naomi, the mom, uh, to suicide last April. And Naomi, I mean, uh, Winona Judd got up there. She's 59 years old. She was unsteady, got on stage with Jelly Roll for a, du- a duet of his track, Need a Favor. And she was hanging all over him. She, she looked like she didn't know what, where she was, what was going on. People kept saying, God, somebody help her. Uh, we're concerned about her. She's holding on for dear life. She, sa- she said today what happened. Out, what happened? She said she was so nervous. She couldn't. She She's going to pass really? out. Really? She was so nervous. Yeah. How could Winona Judd be nervous doing a country music award ceremony? She, she's done a million of them. She hasn't been out for a long time. Yeah. Well, I guess. Anyway, and of course, the thing with her mom. And, you know, and also she's had vertigo. And she had to uh, dump her New Year's Eve uh, Nashville thing last time. She had dizziness and vertigo. Some they didn't know what that was part of thing. But anyway, That's... nervous is still sound for. Uh, let's see, uh, five fifty-six for the Kimmer Pete and the Flounder. Uh, should we do the Vatican transgender thing? Well, it's kind of weird. Yeah, why not? Uh, oh, by the way, tomorrow we're going to tell you that this is kind of bizarre. By the way, we're going to tell you the story of a millionaire <laughs> who is determined to live a very long time. Mm-hmm. And when we first, uh, both of us kind of saw the story somewhere buried in kind of the news feeds we, we get every day. Uh, and it was about how this guy's spending millions of dollars to get blood transfusions with his father and his son, I think. And, and he's, doing, he's doing all kinds of stuff chemical-wise to make sure that his, bodies and his, organs live his body organs live as long as they stay, you know, whatever he's doing. And one of them is he's trying to make uh, uh, his uh, <clears throat> uh 15 years younger. His cliffhanger? His uh, flicking frickin'. Zorgata? Is a Vashukala Kukula. Yeah, Zorgata Zorgata is trying to improve a 15 year age decline in the Kalukaluka. And we'll tell you. It's long. It's Becker. It's dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shillelagh, the Mantosa. We're going to give you the secret for yeah. keeping it young. Yeah, keep it tomorrow. young, baby. Uh, and at the Vatican, now they've come out with a public statement, which doesn't seem like the ones they've come out with before. Uh, and it's called a major step toward trans inclusion. The Vatican has an, has uh, announced uh, the uh, saying it is permissible under certain circumstances for tranny Catholics not only to be baptized but also to be godparents. It says if it does not cause scandal or disorientation among other Catholics, a transgender person may receive baptism under the same conditions as other faithful <laughs> and tranny adults, even if they've undergone gender transition surgery, can still be godfathers or godmothers under certain... Uh, this is a reversal of the 2015 decision of that. Pope uh, Francis... 
to paraphrase a recent country hit, try that in a Southern Baptist <laughs> church. <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, anyway, that's, that's kind of uh, kind of bad, kind of. Bad. But what do you think? I mean, come on. Well, well I don't what, know. What, I which don't are care. you, the godmother or the godfather? You yeah, know? well, make up your mind, I guess. And I, you know, should I the just... church be sanctioning that if it's mental illness? You know, I, 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 I wouldn't think so, but I know the hand. If you're a church, you, you know what? You, you know, they want to be inclusive and forgiving. And uh, what if they uh, think oh, they're a dinosaur? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I, a dinosaur. Well, you and I are both ordained ministers. Of course, right. I'm the most dangerous minister in America, as actually told by a, a, a black person here dinosaur, many years huh? ago. Uh, and and it just you know it just it's uh, I don't know T Rex. Uh, are we ended the Sharon Stone told the story on a podcast she met when she was younger as an actress and a real hottie uh, with an executive Sony uh, of Sony, Sony the picture company and she walked into it he he made her come into the office sat in the couch and then he says boy you're so beautiful I can't believe how beautiful you are it's like they say but first this and he unzipped his pants <laughs> and whipped it out in front of her. They first matter, he said, but first this. And now oh my our feature presentation. <laughs> I don't want to care about your shortcomings, mister. I got to go. You're killing me. Oh, Ross, ever five, boys. See you tomorrow. You go. <laughs> this is WFOM and W. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.